Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Ooh, ooh, I'm Matt. Larry. Oh, Lawrence. Welcome. Zach. Oh, there we go. Hell Zach. yeah. Found it. Zach. We're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows. Um, the We Do Keanu. Um, it, are there other shows at this point? No. I mean, uh, Overbooked uh, is still regular. Uh-huh. No, and there's a few Chits and Chats. Chits and Chats. Chits and Chats. Chits and Chats. Yeah, it's a, um, you know, it's a crazy time. We're doing what we can. It doesn't take away from the network or the backlog of even some of these great shows on yeah, the network. Yeah, you're welcome, Eavesdrop. Like, we're just fucking... We're your... Your fucking team. Dude, we're the intercontinental the fucking... Us. Yeah, dude, we're the workhorses. Of the- yeah, we are. We're we're the honky-tonk man. Oh, no. No, we're not. Oh, yeah, we're the honky-tonk man. Oh, man. I think that means... honky-tonk man. So I guess that means we got to stop. Mm-hmm. So. I get, I'm, We're like the like Kaylee Ray. She's had the, that belt for like 500 okay. days now. Yeah, we're, I'd rather be that than the honky-tonk. Mm. I guess also, we can keep going then. Weird thing. They're turning her baby face and... What? Why? <laughs> I, I, her face doesn't lend to be a baby face. Neither does Ginny's. Like no. neither one of them. Like they it's, just have that look. It's like oh, they're it's not because Ginny is number one contender. So oh, she's the only person more healed than Kaylee Ray. Oh, did okay. you watch NXT UK this week? I watched the first like two matches this morning when I had a little uh, extra time. I was going to ask if you watched the main event. I haven't yet. I really want to see how Ben Carter does because he's awesome. I saw him get introduced on the um uh the very good. Noam Dar Supernova Sessions show, which he's is like been, he's it's been doing great since he got over there. It's like a like daytime self help guru talk show that's hosted by Noam Dar called the Supernova Sessions. Fuck yeah, and shuffle. It's <laughs> that's all very, I think it's, of. <laughs> it's incredible. Like just in one like time seeing it. Like he has a couch and then he has a like steel folding chair. And you'd assume that, like, oh, the host would be in the single chair, and he sits on the couch and makes Ben Carter sit on the steel folding chair. <laughs> nice. The little things that make me happy. That was that. Yeah, that, the returning Goldberg. So many things happened this week that just I, made Isai yeah. happy. I, I, but I real got, quick, I'm not mad at Goldberg, to be honest. I have oh. a question. I have a question, Isai. Um, how do you feel about... Um, I'm promoting... I'm booking other podcasts on this podcast. Oh, sick, good. How do you feel about yeah. John Carpenter? Um, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, no, you have for sure seen They Live, though, right? Yes, I've seen They Live. Uh, okay, so there we go. Well, so We Do Keanu is changing uh, to some about bubblegum. I, re- I cast and chew bubblegum. I record podcasts oh. and chew bubblegum. And they're only doing John oh, Carpenter yeah, movies. Yeah. I already, I texted Brett the second I heard him say it, and I was like, I want They Live. And he was like, we did that already. And I was like, you didn't think to ask any of us? Any I'm one that had a wrestler. I'm so mad. I'm insulted. <laughs> I expect a message. I expect a letter in the mail. Certified mail. I want the mailman to knock on my door. <laughs> mad. A telegram. A phone call from a landline. I'll know. Yeah. Um, yep. 
Yeah, a, mem- a number that you have memorized from childhood. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> so it sounds like, you know what? It sounds like, you know what? We were a podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast <laughs> Network. Yeah, now we're on the East Side Drop Network. That's right, I'm taking over. Oh, you know what? Factions. So, yeah, we're yeah we're taking over. This is now uh, the Russell you Boys Podcast watch? Network. This is our sold. This is gonna be our sold out. <laughs> um, wait, huh? Well, we're gonna arrive on. Adjective. We're gonna arrive on some garbage trucks. <laughs> it already got we should my just, monster truck. We should just record our own like podcast about they live and release it like so same, same day, day, same week, same yeah. day. I okay. love that. I'm I love fine. that. I'm, so- I love I'm that sorry, movie. Brett. Sorry, now Brett. That, Thanks for now the that platform. We, now that we know that they like, we know their results ahead of time. We can spoil their results. That's gonna put some butts in seats. <laughs> if we oh, they're doing. They live. That's gonna put some butts in seats. <laughs> um, I'll put some buds in ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk about the thing, and I'm very excited because it's probably my second favorite movie. Ooh, I should double check that no one's. Ta- I'm sure someone's taking Halloween already. Hit him. Hit, my- hit Brett up because he just announced it to the public yesterday. I know. Last time I was talking about my thing on a Zoom call, I got kicked out. Oh, yeah. oh Jeffrey Tubin over here, buddy. <laughs> um, Isai, they they oh. just mentioned that um it. They were bummed that you weren't on any of them. And I was just like, well, Isai probably doesn't care. And Isai doesn't watch movies unless it's how high. So it's probably fine. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I, I've seen some movies these days. <laughs> maybe if they maybe if they ever do an Ice Cube retrospective. I can do RV. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of those. You know how, like, do you ever, did you ever know? Oh, no, it's Are We There Yet? Yeah. RV's one with Robert. Uh, Are We I There Yet say, is using, great. RV is one of those movies. Vacation movies. Yeah, do you ever have those things where it's like there was just a random ass movie that that your parents fucking loved? My dad was a fucking fan of the movie RV, and it didn't make a lot of sense. My dad loved um, Electra. My dad loved Catwoman <laughs> with I got Halle it. Berry. I got your dad <laughs> pig, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Well, well, never, I won't I, talk about pegging dads. I was about to say talking about all those women in leather. Let's not talk about pegging dads. <laughs> no, I literally meant I got your dad pegged. <laughs> He's actually really nice. He's a fucking fantastic. He, that's a nice guy. present for him, based on his proclivities. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I was happy. I was happy to provide it. Um, Is your dad's favorite tag team demolition? Just wonder. <laughs> My dad. If I your dad looks like he would have been in demolition. <laughs> Here comes the axe. Here comes Doctor Dad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think my dad could name a wrestler if you asked. Dude, it sounds like your dad. Nobody could name like Undertaker or Hulk Hogan. Yeah, probably not. Dude, you're <laughs> that your dad's act? Yeah, that's my dad and my my brother and me. What's the? Oh, my dad, and my brother, and me. Show my, brother my brother and me. And me. <laughs> Yo, that Check show. Out. Check this out. My brother and me was such a tight show. I think there were only six episodes of it. They were great. They had that Check cool that handshake. Out. Dude, it's glittery. Glitter. And and I love that. I like that's to a have a dorky white friend too. <laughs> I know it's an audio medium, Zach, yes. but that's the most like um, gift to your dad gift, which is like here's a picture of all of us, and it does something cool. Yeah, and little like snow globe glitter. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're going to talk about pegging dads and Oster's dad being like a member of demolition. Yeah, and then his dad left. Or then, it, no, Jesus Christ, that's a sad thing to say. Oster left. <laughs> we were talking about his dad. We were talking about his dad. Oster left. His dad yeah, is probably still there. The thing. Sorry. We'll never know. We'll never know. We said that. I had, I had to, uh, uh, get a glass of Adamsdale. No, get my cat. Get my cat less annoyed at me. I really, I, 
Guys, we can't tell Oster what Matt said while Oster was gone. I, Oster, you have to now listen back and hear it. I made a mistake, Oster. I said something that I didn't mean to say, but then I. But now it's in the ether. Yeah, mm. that's a really good song. I in the ether, know. yeah. I can hear. We got so much wrestling. To yeah, talk let's about. get into it. Yeah. Should we? Should we start I with like the to dumb? Not talk about wrestling. Should we? <laughs> Should we talk about the dumb stuff, or should we just jump right into re- not let's dumb talk stuff? Let's some dumb stuff. Okay, let's get some dumb stuff out of the way. Okay, so Friday Night SmackDown, I'm so fucking mad. First off, yes. Um, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode beat the Street Profits for the title. Oh, what's their new oh, name? Uh, it's like the the Rudolphs. Dolphs? They're, they're dirty dogs. They're dirty they should be Rudolph. That's I can't. definitely Proud Boys. They're Rudolph. I don't care what anyone says. Dirty Dogs is a tight ass name, though. The Dirty Dogs. You, you know that there's like some. Fucking right wing, like some. Uh huh. Oh right. Okay, hand sign. Yeah, right. They put it on their fucking leather jackets. You know, we're the we're the dirty dogs. You know what I was thinking about the other day? It's Canadian though. Yeah. So is Jericho. (laughs) He's not not actually a proud boy. (laughs) 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 I'm just getting mad because Dolph like shows tendencies to be. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. And then wears like Ben Shapiro. And then Mm -hmm. wears pride flags on his gear. He's a very competitive. Oh, he's, I mean, if any person was, like, you know how, like, legally corporations are people? If a person was a corporation, uh, Dolph Ziggler would be, like, a corporation. That's That's very true. true. Very true. I feel like he, like, is, just because of his, he's very oddly, like, split across both of them. It's like he likes the shitty things over here. That he likes some good things over here. You're like, dude. So he's a, he's I mean, a. You're saying he's akin to like a Wesley Snipes Blade, a, a Daywalker type. <laughs> one one yes. one one who can uh, traverse both sides. He's the equivalent. He's the human equivalent of a bank with really predatory practices, like having a booth at Pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's like, we know why are you here? You're just trying to get money. Um, <laughs> like. But he's I will not, take the one hundred and fifty dollar referral. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. my friend to sign up right he's now. He's not even like a cop because, like, I feel like he's too libertarian. <laughs> you know, like he yeah. believes too much. In, I'm sure that Dolph wants legal weed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's the one thing libertarians got going for them. Um, so Isa, you were saying that you were not happy about how things shaked out with Adam Pierce getting the one, two, three on Shinsuke Nakamura, which is a surprising take because most people fucking loved it. Wait, that's how it ended? I actually didn't, I didn't know how Adam Pierce ended up. He was attacked somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Explain it. it. Beginning of the night, they had a 20 minute promo segment. Of Romo, uh, Roman, Romo, Tony Romo, Romo. Tony, Romo. Oh my God, Tony Romo Reigns, Tony Romo Reigns, <laughs> Roman Reigns, just like just laying, like fucking, just laying the waste. Adam Pierce threatening him, asking him if he was stupid. That's a really good promo. But at the end of the day, like it's just like it was setting up. Like Roman Reigns is in feud right now is against Adam Pierce, and so they scrap iron, yeah, scrap daddy. <laughs> They announced a gauntlet match, which was going to be uh, Shinsuke, Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn, Aaron Corbin, Debray, and Debray. Then Paul Heyman said he pulled some strings and got Adam Pierce in it. Here's his chance to make it in the big time. Cup of coffee in the big time. Coffee then, in the big time. Uh, um. Also, Sonya Deville is now his like assistant. She looked badass in the suit. Thought that she was back. So, so is she? That's, that's does rad. she not want to wrestle? 
I think it's just a way to make it so it makes sense. Okay. Okay. And so instead of just like, hey, here she is, um, wrestling. It's gonna be her. Her and Billy Kay are gonna fight. He actually cut a promo. No, Billy Kay did something else. Um, but like they cut a promo saying, hey, people that you accepted this position, not what you're used to, blah blah. blah. Kind of went into. Okay. Um, and it's it's a good way, like, and shoot, bring her back in, but like have it not be too much all at once, like because. She went through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So then we got the gauntlet action. It was Sami Zayn is now conspiracy theorist and has his own documentary. Tight. I I hope it comes out. Um, I do too. On the network, Rey Mysterio gets uh, beats him, and Ray gets beat by Shinsuke. And Baron comes in, beats the shit out of Ray from Shinsuke before the belt, and then Shinsuke beats him. I'm like, okay, they pinned Baron clean. He did the the. Run through the. Oh, where he dips down below the ring post. Hand. Yeah, and so he did that. Got King Shasad, and then Shinsuke won. Okay, all right. And then Shinsuke already beat Ray. Already beat Baron. Good matches. Obviously, the, the Baron one was bad because it was kind of go go. When when Baron is in the ring with someone who makes him stay at that high level, he can be really good. Like he can be really yeah, good with the right person bringing him there. Shinsuke and Debray just tore the house down. It was awesome. They were having fun. They were working hard. I haven't seen, seen Shinsuke work. But like, oh, I was watching with Jenna, and she was just like, every now and then, Shinsuke gets in there. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. Have him and, and Daniel oh, yeah. uh, wrestled? They, they, like, had, like, they have a history in the LA Dojo for New Japan. Oh, okay. They were roommates. Yeah. Oh, tight. Roommates. And roommates, so. Eh? They're doing awesome, and then D. Bry was going for his corner drop kick. Kinshasa, clean one, two, three. No, awesome! Like they're hyping up He's fucking motivated. He's celebrating hard. And, oh no! Yes, here it is. Oh no! And I'm like, okay, they're gonna have the Adam Pierce. Kinshasa's a heel, so like it's cool. Like it'll it'll be fine. No, fucking Roman and Jay come in, beat up Shinsuke. And they fucking drag Adam Pearson there, beat him up. Adam Pearson. So like threw him on top of Shinsuke's body, basically, to get the one, two, three. God. I like Adam Pearson. I think Adam Pearson is a great wrestler. I watched him live. And I feel like I'll kick the dick hole. <laughs> oh, like Austin Theory. I enjoy- but I like Austin Theory because I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Like, here we go. Like, just do this, and like you're heating somebody up. That's great. Has so much charisma. At a great time for it. Then this happens. Now, uh, what I hope. Sorry, no, no. Oh, I was, what I hope out of this because, you know, I, I said I haven't watched it yet. I was planning to just because that still sounds. I'll, I'll watch it and then just stop. At the know end how it ends. What yeah. you just described. Um, I hope that this could turn maybe into a Kofi situation for Shinsuke. Where, where you know, Kofi like didn't quite get it, but then like being that underdog like led yeah. to a good story. Um, I you know I I I like the idea of Adam Pearce challenging for this title, not at Royal Rumble, not through these means. Um, yeah. But I I hope you know what if Shinsuke goes on and wins the Elimination Chamber to then be the number yeah. one contender? Because <laughs> it well, seems like it's setting up for it's setting up for two things. 
Number one, I think it's setting up for Kevin Owens to come and be Adam Pierce's surrogate, like their buddy. Hmm. And like they showed that last week. Hmm. Um, second, um, this is also because of Vegas odds. Uh, also setting up, I think. Oh yeah, mm, that'd be sick. Well, because if if you know Shinsuke had won that match, and then Royal Rumble's like what two weeks away now. I mean, he would have just been fed to Roman. If, if anything, now they're just continuing the story of Roman bucking the system by just tormenting Adam Page or not Adam Pierce. Page Pierce. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Tormenting no. Adam Page. No, I watched the. I looked the, at the Vegas odds too. Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Hangman. Yeah, no, Adam and Pierce. Jay White. It's yeah, like, it's to gonna me, be Jay White, even we, though he's gonna still be under contract. We talk about things that feel like they just have that Paul Heyman flavor on it. It just seems like the story here is Roman still. It's, um, it's just like attacking the, the has to be fucking heat all the time. Mm-hmm. I agree uh, with you, but I, I Paul almost Heyman prefer, disagrees. I almost prefer it if the the alternative is Shinsuke gets beat by Roman in two weeks. It's just like okay. I mean, he's gonna I, he, already like he's not at the top of the card. Like at least this like elevates him some. It's true. Heat somebody up. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'd like. I mean, Roman's gonna have this belt in per, in perpetuity in my brain. Um. So it's like so Daniel Bryan beats him at Mania. That's you know there. That's I mean that's the big hope because Bryan is on his his last like full time leg. Right. He's like yeah, he's like I want to chill. Yeah. He he wants to do part time, but then also he's like on the creative team. Oh, and so like he's doing that too, and he wants to help transition and get like to newer stars. And he was calling for NXT people. Like I guess he's one of the reasons why Damian Priest was getting called up to SmackDown to be Kevin Owens' friend. I think and then Kevin like, Owens is like this. That is doesn't stupid. make sense. Yeah, him and Roman are both like this doesn't make sense, guys. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, our bad, my B. Okay, like, I guess I'll stay. I'll get. Uh, I guess I'll stay back here. And like, there's so many people you could call up that would fit that spot, and there's so many ways you could call Damien Priest up that would make sense. And at neither of those, like, there's no crossover there. The Venn diagram no. is zero. And there's so <laughs> yeah. many people that they called up that they just shit on. So it's like, you know what? Maybe get a goldfish before you get a dog, and prove you can take care of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, th- 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 this has been since the beginning of time, though. Since they've had since the beginning of yeah. Wrestle Time, except like, like, I mean, Kevin came out and beat Cena in his first match, right? So that Kevin's, was a good one. Kevin's the exception, not the rule. Kevin and then Sammy would have been the exception, except for getting hurt. Yeah, and then I guess then same with Finn like too, huh? Tyler Breeze, EC3, like yeah. Finn is Tucker. the other exception. Got do you hurt. remember? Do you guys remember that Tucker signed? Tucky? Yeah. Who? Yeah, Tucky. Exactly, Tucker, Tucker Knight, Tucky, Tucky. <laughs> he's not even on main event. I don't know where he is. Yeah, I was like, he's home. Yeah, yeah but, but he was destined to be low card in his entire career. He should have been a tag so, team champion. Okay, yeah. he's so good. He's so good. In the in the sake though of of being able to give time to all the wrestling we want to talk <laughs> about to, this week, is there anything else from SmackDown that upset you or made you happy? <laughs> that upset me, um, <laughs> Rudolph, right? Yeah, yeah Rudolph kind of upset me just because it's just like it's why give fucking guys a title. Yeah, it, it on a non pay per view, like after the Street Profits had the longest Raw tag team title reign since they like became those belts. Since they became yeah. the like so that's a weird way to end that long reign. 
Did they beat the Good Brothers for him? Wow, yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Uh... I don't even remember who they beat from. They've had it was him before, before. It was before Mania. It had been the Good Brothers. Sounds right. Highly possible. They beat I, a team that's not even like there anymore. That is now tag team champions in a different company and appearing in a third company's show. <laughs> yep. What a time! All right, let's get a, let's get out of SmackDown because I was mad. Okay. <laughs> hey, Dominic was there though. Yeah. You shocked me, though, when we were touching on Raw a little bit. You say you weren't upset about the returning Goldberg on Legends Night. I'm not happy yeah. about it. I, I think Were you happy about Sting? Yeah, dude. It's WCW. Yeah, Sting. Sting. <laughs> WCW, so Goldberg. yeah. Goldberg's like 10 years younger. Not really 10, but he's younger. Actually, he might be 10 years younger. Probably. We just, and we just have a... He also doesn't have spinal stenosis. <laughs> okay, but we also have a, a track record of Goldberg showing up around WrestleMania season and just taking a dump on everything that actually would be good. That is that is true. He has done that with the Universal title twice. So. But is Drew going to squash him? Not squash think, him, but is Drew going to beat him? Drew, I think this is just um, the Papa Royal Rumble. They get a main event. That's Papa Royal Rumble. Rumble. And like <laughs> that's like worthy of Royal Rumble, if you will. Um, and then Vince always likes to have his like faces giants, and Goldberg's essentially a giant. He's a monster. But is he gonna throw his creative control thing out? Like, he doesn't. He doesn't care. The thing is, Goldberg doesn't. He care doesn't care. As, no, he doesn't. Trying to he watch him fucking jackhammer. Idiot. Trying to watch Goldberg jackhammer the fiend does not give me fucking hopes though that this is gonna be anything more than a spear match. Yeah, he's not yeah, gonna but, get Drew up there. Okay, my my thing about this is. He's not going to. No, I know it's going to happen. I think I, I, because Goldberg can't go like for an actual match. They they showed that with the undertaker, like, and they know that now. I think they are very conscious of the, that even to the point where they've shown that they know that, that that was a mistake through documentaries on the network. They've shown (laughs) like that that was a bad match and they know it. (laughs) They, they understand that. Like they showed the undertaker being mad about that match. They've shown Goldberg being mad about that match. Um, what's going to happen is Drew is going to Goldberg Goldberg. I, I hope think. so. I, I think he's so. going to cl- I think like Goldberg's going to go for the spear and he's going to get hit with a claymore and the match is over. I think they're going to do the Brock Goldberg from WrestleMania a few years ago. Oh, where it's just finisher, he's... finisher, finisher. Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. But because I think Goldberg can go for all of five minutes if he doesn't have to lift it. <laughs> Why is he and... here? <laughs> why the why fuck is, is that okay? We why have so Sting many. Sting at least there? Sting at least has a baseball bat to like <laughs> yeah. fall back on. And cool I, face I'm paint. actually with Matt on this one for once. I'm actually fine with Sting because yeah. they haven't made him be physical. Yeah. Sting Sting looks but cool. He said he's going to wrestle. Okay. Okay. It's going to be cinematic. I'm I'm guaranteed. There's we don't have a lot of precedent for what a returning Sting Sting looks like though. We have plenty of precedent for what a returning Goldberg looks like. Cody is in love with. Like the oh, era that his dad was in. Fucking A though, yeah, dude, he is. And so he's gonna book Sting and be like, we could we could book Sting way better. <laughs> Maybe. I'm with Goldberg, at least with Sting, it's like we don't know exactly because, what we're gonna because see. Because Goldberg, like the way they've booked Drew is like I it's legitimately it's just like they're they're using Goldberg the way he should be, and that's to put over like the top guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we, that's not what we've seen from Goldberg. I do hope that is what it is. Because a lot of people think Goldberg's one that cares about winning or losing. He doesn't. He just 
He has like X amount of matches on his contract and he just wants to get. It's like, look, my son, my son likes to dab and I got to keep food on the table. Okay. Yeah. Until his son becomes a wrestler in like three years. That to me, it's just beast of a boy. And I'm not, I I know I'm not alone in this, but it's like, it's the thing of, so you failed to build up anybody to be an actual contender to Drew at a big pay-per-view. So you bring back a legend that is just like, it's just so easy. It's just like, oh, let me pull out the Rolodex of who can get a quick pop. Like you said for Papa Royal Rumble. And, uh, but it's just like, not going to be good. I think it, it has a chance to be because like I, the, the, the high water mark is Lesnar at WrestleMania and mm-hmm. Goldberg. Like that match is good. Like it's the best. It's one of the best five minute matches like I've seen in a long time. Like it's like just a finisher fest, but done in a good way. Yeah. Um, and in those bad Goldberg matches, like he wasn't going up against somebody that can actually work. Like take that's true. Was, had one That's foot in point. the proverbial and literal grave. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> my, it's my Google Home. Dude, Google um, Home does not care for what you're saying about the Undertaker Braun right Strom- now. Braun Strowman can't work at all. No. He's gone, by the way. He's disappeared again. Tight. He's, I'm sure he's hurt. That's probably. Yeah, probably. He probably got hurt scared. walking. He prob- Yeah, it's probably because he's on steroids. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that picture he posted online of just the fucking syringe by his sink. Everyone's like, what's that? <laughs> and then also, the fiend can't work. That's a good point. True. It is a good point. Drew he can, can pull a good match out of Goldberg, the, I'm sure, but. The fiend can work a certain the, way. The fiend can Not work, a Goldberg way. The fiend can work with Randy. It just seems like such a. It's, they've gone to that well so many times. It's just not exciting right. to me. It might be a good match. It's because last, he's in WWE time. and not AEW. You don't like to see your WCW guys tarnished. Leave, right, leave WCW to AEW. <laughs> They've done it. WCW too. Give them all that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to know what would happen if it was on AEW? They'd announce Goldberg. He'd show up and cut the same shitty promo that he cut, and then uh, not do anything for and then a he'd year. Be paired with Kip Sabian. Did <laughs> <laughs> he become Miro's young boy? I would actually love that. Holy shit. Too. Let's book that. Let's book Goldberg that. as Miro's young boy. Let's do it. Yes, please. Um, what else happened on Raw? I, I can't remember. Legends. I... Oh, yeah. They just buried the legends. Um, big Show was just sitting in a chair. <laughs> a big chair? Um, was it his big chair from that it one wasn't match? It a big chair. Well. Big chair. Um, Matt Riddle beat Bobby Lashley. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was. A show. I I could not make myself even try to care about watching that show. You like, didn't want to watch Ric they- Flair get so horny by Lacey Evans that he accidentally betrayed his daughter. <laughs> you didn't want to watch an old man get so horny that he forgot where he was. Um, it was a great that's every show. Time. That was that's that every was time so Ric Flair is on screen. That was so weird because like she was like the one like hitting up on him. Yeah, and he, at first he was like, "Whoa!" Well, yeah, he's Ric Flair. He still got it. <laughs> hey there, darling. It don't work in, like that anymore. Kayfabe. <laughs> and then um, Dana Brooke beat Shayna Baszler. What? <laughs> I love Dana Brooke, but what? It, it was. It wasn't like a real match. Did she Batista bomber at least? Uh, no. Okay, you can't tell me that if Dana Brooke didn't come out next week to Batista's entrance music and do the machine guns and then yeah. Batista bomb someone to win that you wouldn't want her to win all the title belts the next week. <laughs> like you absolutely like 100% I'd be like 
Okay, going on WWEshop.com, every Dana Brooks shirt, uh-huh. adding it to cart. Yeah. All one of them. All one. <laughs> just, uh, just her do the flip into the machine guns. We'd also be we'd also be remiss if we didn't bring up the actual uh the shoot that got worked up, it looked like, between Lacey Evans and Cardi B <laughs> because of this last Oh my ride. god. You yeah, nasty white woman. Like Yeah. Yeah. The, the boogie the boogeyman was there. So yeah, because Garza right, Garza goes up to uh uh, Tori Wilson is like, hey, here's a flower. Uh, and Which she's like, yeah, she looks like a giant because she's kind of tall, anyways. But she's wearing huge heels, and like Nikki Cross was like up to her fucking like yeah. belly button. It was like it was like a big Jordan and AJ. <laughs> And then she's like, and she goes like, oh, why don't you go? I actually saw a Cardi B's around the corner, which is like, what? <laughs> but then it was the boogeyman. She's a huge wrestling fan, though, so. It makes sense. And then, the, but then it was actually the boogeyman. And then, uh, our, you know, I wouldn't uh, be surprised got his if title this actually back. does end up with her, like, at WrestleMania. That I, would be terrifying because she would, she would shoot fight somebody. She would just be it. like, she would just be like, you pissed me off. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Just beat the fuck out of Lacey Evans shoot style. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. God, I would fine. love that. But uh, as long like, I would love that. I think if you, she would get into working it. Cause oh, she's a, no, uh, she she's a huge wrestling oh, fan. Oh my God. It would be fun. It'd be really yeah. fun. Um, I, I, I Cardi like B, Snooki, WrestleMania. Snooki had a good WrestleMania match. Like, and she did her spots perfectly. That's a weird, that's a weird thing to say, but I didn't <laughs> like know that. Of that. And then cause of that, Melina gets buried. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Oh man, if Cardi B buried uh, Lacey Evans forever, that'd be the tightest. It's gonna end up being like Cardi B's gonna like slap Stephanie McMahon. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's gonna win the twenty four seven title. Um. Oh, you know what else is going on on Raw? I'm just looking through. And that's how it retires. Uh, Randy's back to putting his finger through Jeff's ear. Hmm. Oh yeah. It's oh, they're going back to the Randy Jeff well. Yeah, uh, no, that was just kind of to kill time while Randy just fucking <laughs> harassed legends. Tight. Yeah, it was a show that worked. Apparently, a lot of people watched it, but it was just one of those things to have the legends on uh, people so people could watch your fucking yeah, show because there was so many other good wrestling things happening popping, this week. Popping ratings because your ratings have been in the toilet and there's been a lot of good wrestling on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, can we talk? There, can we talk about the leather dog saying that? Uh, People backstage didn't like him anymore because, uh, like, didn't he brother, say? Brother, they think I'm gonna try to. St- I'm not stealing your spot, brother. I'm not here to steal your spot, brother. It's like that's not it, Terry. Or the big swole. I don't think that's what it is, Terry. Yeah, it's like it's because you're racist, bud. Yeah, it's because you're a shithead. Hey, all these guys are intimidated. I'm there to take their spot. No, no like, one's worried about that. You old fucking bass player from Florida. Okay. First and foremost. First and foremost, Terry, um, it's because everyone just hates you. Second, and then second, it's because they're worried that you'll just take up their time. It's not that you're taking up their spot anymore, but you are taking up their time by being there. Absolutely. There's already so many people who don't even get time on TV week in, week out that are amazing. And just like these legend shows are just like so much worse. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Like, let's just cram another 20 people onto tv when we don't have time for everyone we have yeah mm-hmm. i i will say tatanka was just in a throwaway backstage segment and he was in full fucking gear. Mm-hmm. he has a steroid gut all out it's crazy. <laughs> yeah he's he's he still looks the same like he did at was it wrestlemania 32 when he showed up oh that's my favorite geek battle royal because uh fucking shack ddp, DDP and tatanka 
And then Baron Corbin in his main roster debut wins it. And legitimately, everyone popped because they thought it was awesome. They, yeah, no gonna... one knew the well, reign of terror that what they was going to happen. They didn't even announce that Shaq was going to be in it. And it's just like all of a sudden you look in, you're like, that's fucking Shaq. Why is he in the ring? That's the, that's the way to do it because apparently, apparently, if you advertise you're going to have Shaq and then don't deliver, you ruin my fucking year. That was that was what ruined 2020 for me. Do you think WWE's was mad? It. Do you think WWE's mad that they didn't get Shaq so they could couldn't have a dunk contest between Shaq and Big Jordan? Uh, no, because I think the only person that's mad is Big Show because WWE actually was like, hey, he's not going to take it seriously enough, and he's not going to get into shape. And- <laughs> <laughs> this is WWE and, smart. What? A, and they're like, and also Shaq won't take it seriously. Ha ha, Paul. Hey. <laughs> I love getting that fucking diaper. Yeah, love- go back to your Netflix sitcom. I love old baby. I love how Shaq has his hands in so many pies that he can be so lazy about it. So many it. pizza well, pies. Well, yeah. his hands are are his hands are very big. <laughs> yeah. So and he was even lazy playing basketball at the end too. So. Yeah, he can just put so little energy into things and still make so much money. You know, respect. I respect it. A mogul at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that I'm was Papa John's now. That was bad wrestling. Should we get into AEW before we talk about the two big shows? Yeah. We already yeah. just talked about him. Yeah, we just did. Yeah. Um, New Year's Smash, baby! Oh, um, yeah, that's what they called it. That's weird. Yeah, I only watched the main event, and it was very good. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I got too distracted by domestic terror attacks, but we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that for hours, and so it was actually nice having some buffer to break it up. It really was. I mean, yeah, that's how Wrestle Kingdom was, because I watched it all throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Katie and I did, and it was just like, oh, this is a nice break. But, yes, let's talk about New Year's Smash. I don't have a, a card or anything so pulled SC- up. So it started off with the Young Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaimed and the Hybrid 2. Um, but, and SCU is now saying if we don't win another tag match, because they're going to be facing the Bucks for the titles, if we lose, we're breaking up to add just a little bit of tension to a match that otherwise, honestly, not that exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fine. John Moxley returned to say, I brought fucking I brought fucking honor to this title. This I thought meant something. Not with Kenneth Omega out here fucking being a punk with his friend, uh, you know, tainting it. So he's saying, like, hey, if if fucking if there's some fuckery going on against Ray Phoenix, I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit out of him. And everyone was like, okay. Uh, Wardlow and Jake Hager fought, and then I think that match like was. I think they made out. They didn't. Oh fuck. Um, that match like just it showed how green that Wardlow is, and also like Jake Hager just isn't that good either. Yeah, not he's ever been good. Like he's like I don't know because he has like all this amateur background and stuff, and like he has legit skills. And it's just like he's the least I've ever seen that like legitimate combat skill crossover into pro wrestling for how much time he's been given at it. Yeah, and like at the top too. I mean, like, he had WrestleMania fucking title matches. Uh, he had the title. Yeah, he won Money in the Bank. He cashed in Money in the Bank. Like yeah. U.S. Champion, Tag Champion. Like he was. Pushed pretty like harder like like upon his arrival. Yeah, and like the thing with him that like a lot of people always said is like, oh, he doesn't have the charisma to be at that level. 
He also doesn't have the in ring. Like <laughs> he definitely doesn't have. The... <laughs> yeah, his in ring is bad, and his charisma is worse. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I I just didn't. I I didn't see it in that match at all. Yeah. yeah. I just um, also Wardlow's promo before just uh, wasn't good. Be desired. I I I like Wardlow for how green he is. Like I think he could. He, I think he could be really good in a few years. Like, um. Yep. But yeah, like from what I saw from this, uh, it doesn't seem like he's there. I just remember the promos of him fighting guys on a roof and then nothing. Yeah, oh, that was the best. It was Dude, so sometimes the sometimes the so trailer good. sometimes the trailer for a movie is better than the movie itself. You know, uh, him and Jungle sure. Boy in the first round of the title tournament. Um, oh, yeah. recently that was that's like. That's his potential of being in there with like a smaller guy who can bump for him and like is a really good worker. Even though Jungle Bully is green, he's he's solid and he yeah. he worked like the hardest I've ever seen Jungle Boy even work to make make Wardlow look good and he was successful in that. I did see a gif of him doing the the F10 the Jake Hager and that was impressive as hell. It's like That's a big boy. It, that's a big boy, and it looked just like it does when it's a small dude. That he does it too. So that's he, he he flung Jake Hager. The, str- the strength is there. Just got to yeah. get get from A to B better. Yeah, I'm very excited to see Wardlow eventually beat the shit out of M- out of MJF. That'll be fun. That will. That'll be, be cathartic, but a bad <laughs> yeah. match because MJF is in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that was not surprising that we found out was that Brian Cage weighs over a hundred pounds more than Darby Allen. Oh, Still pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I would say probably even more. <laughs> yeah, it, it was more than a hundred, and Darby was wearing his full like jeans belt like sort of stuff. So. Yeah, and uh, Brian Cage was completely naked. He did that thing, and then for the tenth week in a row, Sting comes out, and then nobody fights. Yeah, yeah. I, again, yeah, it's fine. I listen to it. So yeah, <laughs> they, I need, to they need to fucking stop. Like they need to do something. Yeah, he needs to at least use his bat. I, I do yeah, think I it's agree. hilarious that Team Taz is just terrified of the sixty-year-old man. I know. <laughs> yeah, I it's know. like a hundred and like allegedly <laughs> one hundred and fifty pounds or whatever, or whatever much they said. He probably weighs like one forty. Yeah, uh, they said he weighs one seven one seventy, and that Brian Cage no, is two seventy two. There's no way. Well, he has a lot of like wallet chains. So <laughs> yeah. I, that, I they're, he got like thirty pounds of wallet chains. They're afraid of him Fuck, and the sixty year old man. <laughs> to be honest, though, you see those two boys coming at you. I'm getting out the fucking way. Um, the well, I wouldn't get near him because I'm not at an ICP show. <laughs> It's true. That's um, good news. I just got reserved yeah. a spot on the Halloween episode of uh, John Carpenter podcast. Toy. Hey, hell yeah. Um, I've seen Halloween. It's a good movie. Good flick. Um, I even saw the new one. I the like the new, I like one, the new one. It was very good. Um, yeah, but very good. put Danny McBride in anything and I'll probably enjoy it. <laughs> he wrote it, didn't he? he little girl, yeah. I'll watch Chariot upsets my stomach. <laughs> upsets my stomach. <laughs> um anyway so i like i like the weigh-in versus the contract signing for these two it just because there is such a fucking uh disparity in the size of the two that it's like oh yeah underdog um cody rhodes defeated matt seidel's winning streak and had snoop dog rap over his entrance and snoop dog did a wrestling move oh my god Res- snoop dog fall off did- the top rope <laughs> okay I, I, I thought of an analogy for it earlier. Snoop Dogg did the wrestling equivalent of Carly Rae Jepsen's first pitch. Have any of you seen Mm-mm. her 
It's the worst first pitch uh, in Major League history. There's like, no way because there's so there's so many bad ones. Yeah, it's worse than Fifty Cent. It's worse than it's. It's worse than Fifty Cent. Carries. Wow. It's on wow. par with Mariah Carey's. Okay. What about that one politician that did it? And- that fucking went beard all the way over. Yeah. Um, guys, it is on par with Mariah Carey's. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Yeah. Um, the, Snoop Dogg did the wrestling like the 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 frog splash equivalent of that. That was like me, like when I was like five years old, jumping off my couch, but I got wanting to actually jump. When I turned about six or so, I started just really jumping. <laughs> it seems like, and again, I haven't watched the full thing. There were other things going on. It seems like the, everything that involved Cody at Snoop was all to promote this other TNT show, the Go Big Show. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But um, also, like when Cody, uh, when Snoop wrapped over Cody's seam, like he literally like. Started Cody's regular song, and then Snoop just kind of rapped, and then they just started it back up again. Like it was just like inserted it, in. I, just, I like, wish they, I some wish day they, of shit. I wish mm-hmm. they did a rap metal version of the Downstate song. Yeah, of that's course. That's what it should have been. It's always what it should have been. Ice T would have done that. Get Ice T like, in the ring. You have, and I understand that this is a a, a promotion for another show that Cody's going to be on. But it's like, okay, so you have Snoop Dogg there. You have Matt Seidel and a new signee that is undefeated currently. Um, but let's still just make it all about Cody Rhodes. Yeah, you know, par for the course. It's just like it's almost funny at this point, but <laughs> it's not. Yeah, um, it's the Cody show. Cena. Unless there's anything else to talk about about that, what I thought looked even cooler though was fucking Sheeta versus Abaddon. How Scary, long was dude. it? Three minutes? Wait, wait, wait! You liked that match? I haven't seen the match. What I liked oh, was oh. what I saw um, in in still picture form. What I what I liked is when Remsburg counted three. <laughs> oh, I, I heard oh, it was a you. sports entertainment sports entertainment ass match like in a bad way well looking at mm. abaddon way not expecting a five-star classic she looks like a uh, fucking character from evil dead so it, if i wanted to matter. watch the fiend i'd watch the fiend i guess and, we can skip over it i like abaddon okay i, um, I like the gimmick just fine mm-hmm. but there are better zombie wrestlers named sue young and rosemary over an impact that's a very good point <laughs> Sue young's new character is susan I, I, Susan yep. Young? Yeah. No, just Susan. Oh, just, Susan. just Susan. And it's what you think it is. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. A rich I white lady. The... <laughs> um so what <laughs> except she she she's Asian, but yes. Yeah. Didn't she she's Asian, but she's playing a Karen. Tight. Yep. I saw yeah. that so at one point did Abaddon take Hakira Shida under the ring and, and presumably eat her? Okay, so the, <laughs> the match like starts off with yeah, I agree. Tight. Sheeta fucking swinging her stick at Abaddon's head. Hitting her, she does the take her sit up. Then they start the match. Remsburg still <laughs> like, let's do this. They're having their shit match. She does working so hard. I feel so bad for her. They haven't given her shit. No. Um, and this character and thing, this just doesn't make sense. The way you have to book the zombie matches don't make sense. And so then she starts. She takes uh, she to the outside and is gonna drag her under the ring. And Remsburg, instead of counting the countout, which is an obvious countout. Um, also goes under the ring, and then Cheetah comes out holding your neck, presumably where she just got a chunk of flesh taken. Fuck, dude! Does that mean she's gonna turn into a zombie now? That's zombie logic. Zombie logic doesn't count. Um, (laughs) she, you can see there's no actual marks. It's just it was Remsburg who bit her. So yeah, Bryce. So she's gonna turn into a ref. (laughs) 
and real short, <laughs> like the highest voice in the world. I like Bryce Strasberg. He's really funny. Um, then they just have the shitty match, and she no-sells everything until the finish, and she just hits her kick to the face and then pins her, and it's over, and that's it. Yeah. I didn't see it, it was but a- that does Abaddon, sound disappointing. Abaddon got, like, from what I saw and heard, got, like, 90% of the offense, but then just a Shining Wizard and then one and... So, and then to anyone who's seen it, I'll let you guys describe it because it sounds like it was fantastic, the main event. I didn't see it though. But please, it sounds like uh, it was a the main match. event was really, was exactly what you expect out of a Ray it's, Phoenix and Kenny Omega match. Yes, Phoenix versus Omega. Like, <laughs> like it was a five star match. It was just great. It, it was. It's like pencil it in for like in the match of the year list, but there will probably like it won't be in the like your top few, but it'll be top 10. Man, how likely. many, how many match of the year contenders do we see? We've this had week, like right? five this week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, it's been uh, um, one week. And, and, that was, it, and that, it, most of them were just Sheeta versus Abaddon. Yeah. <laughs> Before they went under the ring, during under the ring and after under the mm-hmm. ring, all match of the year candidates. Um, I, I, the only thing I remember specifically like spots or anything for this match, because it was so good was towards the end, like in the, fin- the finishing sequence was Fuck wild like oh yeah the, these matches like between these two because like they've fought in triple a and stuff like that and for the title like they've traded that title back and forth in triple a before and i've watched those um and there's so many spots you just can't keep track of them but towards the end phoenix went to do a crossbody off the top rope and he caught him in double underhook position hit a j driller and then like V-trigger. V-trigger, one-winged angel for the win. So good. like, yeah. But just catching him off the top rope in double underhook like that was just like, I yeah. don't think I've ever seen that. I didn't know a human could do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to go back and watch that. Hmm. Uh, and then after the match, after Kenny Omega retained, um, we got some friends. It was a friendship ceremony. Yeah, so um, Kenny and Don Callis come cut their promo and I don't like the name Invisible Hand. That just sounds really creepy. It sounds, it sounds like, like that thing of, yeah, like when you sit on your hand till it dies and then. Yeah, and then. It sounds like a thing that Good up, Brothers would make up. <laughs> yeah. It was Don Callis. Oh, okay. Um, the, Don Callis wishes he, he was a Good Brother, so. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Butcher and Blade beat up uh, the other parts of Death Triangle, and then they were going to end phoenix's career that a bunch of geeks come out to try to beat up kenny omega and save him um don moxley comes out gets beat up and then fucking good brothers come out alison anderson crazy and well the young, the, the young bucks got the the bad away from moxley right yeah, they got the bad away from kenny beating up mox and then they fucking super kick griff garrison in too sweet hell yeah and it seems like the the young bucks weren't necessarily soup like there was a you know they, hesitation their hesitation, which I think is a good you know got to sow some seeds there, but uh, yeah so heck of a so are we gonna heck, get heck of a generation me on impact next week? Boy, I miss Max and Jeremy Buck. I hope that they are there and come out to their generation me entrance and everything. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, um, so a couple things in the end. I like I like it. I hated Chris Jericho and like like yelling like, like that's the famous hand sign because it sounds so low rent. Yeah. Because they, they don't they don't say what it is. It sounds like WCW. Yeah. And then it was worse when they kept saying the band is back together because in Impact or TNA, that's what they called 
the NWO when they came out for like the 50th time. They called them the band. Oh, also, know what gross. Kenny says on Impact because he knows no one's watching? Bullet Club. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny keeps saying Bullet Club on Impact, but they won't say it on AEW. Um, <laughs> Tama Tonga and Bad Luck Filet say they are not Bullet Club. There's yeah. no Tongans, no Bullet Club. <laughs> um, Marty and Sarah Left's wrestling did, uh, called them uh, the Artillery Boys. That's pretty good. Oh. Yeah, when they, they were calling, like, saying, like, the band's back together. Oh, the band's back together. I'm like, please don't. That's the that's the fucking NWO when Hogan came with Bischoff. Man, and, impact. and that we're would be Voodoo so Kin Mafia. That would oh, be no. a terrible band. A band would, eh, yeah. I feel like the Jacksons might have some musical ability. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they, they're, they learned piano from their dad. But say, they probably had piano lessons. But Luke write? Gallows would be playing bass, but not knowing how. Well, and Kenny, Kenny would definitely be the singer, and he would definitely sing bad. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. I have apparently have a text message set up to go through my parents' iMac, and it just dinged so loudly at me, it scared me. <laughs> Weird. Ooh, uh, scary ding. Um, let's get into New Year's Evil. And, you know, it, th- they predicted evil. it. It was a pretty evil day. It's evil. Oh, my I God. That's true. That's I will very say true. though, before we leave AEW, that yes, main event was really good. Yes, and I've realized like they always have like really good matches. Just like they cram so much shit, and some of the other shit is just so dumb, mm-hmm. so corny. Mm-hmm. It just bums me out. Mm-hmm. I just want them to yeah, be better. They do the because thing. Oh, sorry. When they have the five star matches, it makes me remember why I fucking like loved all those guys and was such a big fan for so long. I'm like, yes, there it is. This is what I want. But then everything else happens. I'm like, no, yeah, I know. I wish they're they bad at the, story. They're I wish they got it out it. of their head that I, I wish they would just get it out of their head that they have to have like a variety show where it's like, <laughs> no, we not only do we have wrestling, we have all these other crazy things. Just give us the wrestling. That's what we that's well, that's what you were pre- presenting to us that we were like, oh, yeah, because we're not getting that over on the other, uh, you know, company. But do you think they gave up on their women's division because they can't compete? Like they just 20, how about you just wait for 2020 before you I don't before I don't you start criticizing okay? cared beyond just having a I, oh, yep, okay. I don't I don't think I don't think they are that like self-aware or that they actually care about women enough mm-hmm. for okay. that to be true um, I, think, I, think I think they care about I, mm-hmm. I think they gave up on their women's division because of misogyny okay yeah I think they they put on TV what obviously what gets the most screen time is the stuff that you know, people keep saying they love and they request, and it's because they're not. But AEW is not doing anything to make people love or request shit from their women's division. So we're just mm-hmm. getting more and more inner circle. It's the same reason as to why they signed like Sunny Kiss and then never use it. So yeah, yeah it's all um, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So we'll say just quickly on that. Sunny Kiss did update uh, her pronouns to be she/her first. Oh, so tight. I, I just Hell noticed yeah. that recent recently on on her Instagram. So good to know. I, I believe it still says she, her, he, him. So I think all are acceptable. But yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Shunny Kish, Shunny Kish, Shunny Kish. Yeah, that Joe Janela Sunny Kiss tag team is that still going? They should be tag champs. Like they're the bite. They're so entertaining. Like I, I know that like Sunny Kiss's work is like still developing and stuff. But like, just give that's us something have, different that's and entertaining. Why you have Joey there too. Yeah, yeah right. Give, give us something different and entertaining and like. 
you know, and they are that, you know, they're. Oh, do you guys want some praise for them, though? Yeah, please. please. I watched AEW Dark as I do every week just because of consistency. Mm-hmm. The best skip, AEW show on every week. I skip so many matches, but Paz is so funny on commentary. Um, but negative one cut a promo on Marco Stunt. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then they had a pull apart. It was adorable. Yeah, it was really good. Negative one said he's almost as taller than Marco Stunt. He's gonna and beat his good. ass. That's he's tight. gonna be. He's gonna be taller than Marco Stunt probably by a year, year and a half. And they <laughs> could probably both do the same Fortnite dances. <gasps> is AEW gonna bring in Nicholas? No, I, I had the same thought. Like, well, whenever John Cohn is fired in some mass yeah, firing, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's the senior official now, so I think he's safe for the next twenty years until it's almost time for him to like also retire, and then they'll cut him. I feel like there is there has to be a law about how many contracts you can give to children in your uh, in your company. <laughs> there has to be a law out there about it. But yeah, no, let's talk about New Year's Evil. They're child actors. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so they just have there's just restrictions on their their workload, which <clears throat> would be pretty easy to get around on a weekly show. But I'm just saying, me as an adult man wants to watch two young children beat the <laughs> fuck out of each other. Come on, yeah. come on, put these kids in the fight pit. Put them in the fight pit. Red equals exactly. green, brother. Um, <laughs> Dude, deathmatch superstar Nicholas. Um, yeah, carrying cross. New Year's versus- Evil. Versus, uh, you know, uh, Damian Priest. I love this match. It's great. Mm-hmm. Was it was what the a best way to kick off the night, dude? Best carry like the best back and forth carry and cross match like since he's arrived for sure. Yeah, Damian Priest carried the match. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I love Killer Cross's character. It doesn't translate in ring. It's just mm-hmm. like he's just kind of a big boy who does some. Big mean, big mad bald guy. Pretty, except in this match where suddenly it became, you know, because Damien Priest has that boxing background too. Mm -hmm. It they became like an actual like boxing match at times, where like an actual fist fight. Like, yeah, became like a fight. It's like they both kept throwing like closed fist punches, which are legal in pro wrestling (laughs) technically. Um, but New Year's Evil was chock full of them. Yeah, Uh, I was I was just noticing because I'm. I was preparing that I'm still going to watch all of New Year's Evil with Aaron um, at oh, some yeah, yeah. point when our schedules line up. But I, you know, I had to watch it this first. But I was like, in my mind, going through how do I explain things from pro wrestling to them as, yeah. as whenever we watch it. And I was like, man, there are so many closed fist punches going on. Mm-hmm. I have to explain that that's illegal, but no one cares, apparently. <laughs> it's different yeah. rules in NXT. But yeah, it, it was just became a slugfest. And also, like, Damien Priest getting to work just straight up babyface was yeah. like really cool. It felt like, you know, at the end of it when Cross won, it felt like one of those things where it's like somebody does the bow on the that's, way out. That's what I was that's what I was telling um talking to Jenna about was like like it's so cool seeing Damien Priest get to work babyface because like you gotta see a comeback, you gotta see the fire, you gotta see all of that. Mm-hmm. Um the finish was so sick. Like just that forearm off, to the back of the neck. Yeah, it hits like, him with a oh. uh, Saito suplex. And fucking the does the hidden blade, but it looks so much better than when Osprey does it because uh Karrion Cross is like a whole other human added on to Will Osprey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I hope they do the Walter thing with Karrion Cross of just like keep adding finishing moves. Like so it's not one finishing move, he has an arsenal of moves that can finish an opponent. Yeah, I like, yeah, like that. that like that power bomb where he just dropped uh Damien Priest just right on his head. <sighs> just a thud. 
just that a was like thud. A, that was a Kevin Nash special, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> oh man, Karrion Cross like basically doing a deadlift razor's edge, like yeah. where he like had to like he almost didn't he, get like, it, almost didn't get it, and then like pulled him up and then and the razor's edge to it to Karrion Cross was yeah. wild. Uh, yeah, strong as fuck. Because mm-hmm. Karrion Cross is also one of those dudes like because he's so long, like he's so lanky that. I am worried about his knees every time he does a power move. Yeah. 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 Also, I will say his kicks look so much better than just horses. I always compare the two because yeah. they're both tall, lanky boys. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, those look like they'd actually hurt. Mm-hmm. Those horses look like they would just kind of shove you a little bit. With yeah. Confusing yeah. gimmicks if you really stop to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. So, Priest his way out do you think he's gonna debut in the rumble i think so yeah um, why, why not right now you know like why debut anyone any other way that's what i think because they they're out of ideas yeah I right? just like we don't have we don't have two weeks to wait get him up here they but, don't i just don't have any faith and i really like damian priest now and yeah, man. i have more faith in priest making it than most any of the other people yeah well, but, well, like, even like a keith lee Alistair Black should have. He was uh, perfect. I, here's the thing. Damien Vince gets will get Damien Priest immediately. Like in his mind. Yeah. Like he'll be like, oh, big guy. Uh big guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a big spooky guy. Ooh, Versus yeah. well, that's, a big Black, that's a big cut of steak right there. You gotta like you, you gotta have some level of understanding for Alistair Black. You know, like it's very easy, I think, to like not for a seven-year-old man to not get Alistair Black. Alistair point. Black also was a victim of Paul Heyman. Mm. Because he was a Heyman guy. Oh. Richard isn't necessarily going to go with shit like that. That's true. Yeah, it's That's true. true. Sometimes. Yikes. Until, until he gets a different like gimmick, a gimmick, persona, character, whatever, that Vince has and Pritchard has for him, it's just going to be like, no, we don't want to use the guy Heyman-like. They, That's why... Yeah, They really need to, like... Damien or Alistair Black needs to find a way to make Vince and Pritchard think that Tommy and is their idea. Yeah, exactly. The unfortunate thing is I think Pritchard probably has at least the tiniest bit of familiarity with him from before uh, WWE because they're both doing like weird indie stuff around the world at the same time. Yeah. You know, like working but for if impact. They, and the stuff. Thing, if, if they can do that, then then it would be be great that's why like certain people like they change their gimmick like after Heyman left and like they're more successful like uh Apollo Crews got the U.S. title Cedric Alexander like changed his gimmick and then he went heel and now he's a tag team champion he's the one getting the wins and not losing for his tag team with all like 20 year fucking veterans (laughs) it's this is this is half a joke but also I'm kind of serious about it the best thing for Aleister Black right now actually I think would be to convince Vince that it's a funny joke for Alistair Black to join the Hurt Business because his last name is because he's black, um, and then let MVP take over his creative. Yeah, um, yeah. that would be the best thing to happen for him. To make him the Owen Hart of of the Hurt Business. Yeah, or Owen Hart was part of the Nation of Domination. I do think I think I think that's absolutely a good point. Is just I like mean, the best way to rehab Alistair Black right now is just to put him in something that already has um, uh, a bit of a momentum behind it, so he can momentum sort of... and not Vince running it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not retribution. 
It was not retribution. Even though poor Ali, dude, poor Ali is doing some of the work of his life right now to keep this thing looking um, <laughs> at all legit. He, he gets on TV most weeks, and so I, I, and, I think they're gonna and that, gonna get the payoff. That Raw Talk interview, where apparently they said to him, "We don't know if we can give you a live mic anymore." I mean, that could have uh, been a work, but to work, but like, like everything he's saying was just like. Yeah, this sure. is real shit. It's like Sami Zayn. It's like Daniel Bryan. It's like this mm-hmm. is real shit. Yeah, punk. And it's gonna it's gonna end up getting him over. I think people are like Kevin Dunn's a fan of of Ali, so Mustafa Ali is he's gonna he's gonna come out of this fight. Yeah, it just sucks because he has to really put all the work in to keep Retribution um like relevant right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I hope it will pay off for him. I, and I hope it pays off for you know I hope it just pays off for Slapjack dude. Yeah. Him and Mace on Twitter doing a lot of work. Yeah. Um, Santos Escobar uh, versus Grand Metalik. They got a new um, lucha, and that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to, just number one example of why the Hulu edit of NXT is trash. This was cut. Um, I I I started watching it on Hulu. I guess I had to cut watch the whole thing on on the network. I mm-hmm. guess just to tr- to trim down the show, you got to cut something, and it was pretty yeah. much all gold the whole show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, yeah, no, it was so good. It was it was just what we, you'd expect, I guess. You know, a couple um, Grand Metalik and um, Lindsay Dorado's Power Rangers year was fucking tight. Lindsay Dorado coming out as Lucha Zord because um, he was the dra- he was the the Zord like the Mega Zord, but on the back it said Lucha Zord on <laughs> his gear. So that's tight. That was that's, fucking tight. That's as hell. what I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. I was like, "Is this just what they look like?" Because I have no, uh, nah. I know nothing about them. He had, yeah, it was White Ranger and and the Megazord. Tight. I'm a frog. Good match. It's a good uh, departure from the previous match, which is great. You get two big guys and you get two like Lucha guys, and then he hits the Phantom Driver, gets the one, two, three, mm-hmm. and Tos is still your champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another guy with more than one finisher, and I love it. Yeah, it that, that, it was more of a uh, a match, you know, just a match than a story because they just built it so quick. But it was so good, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, and so like sometimes you just need like, hey, go out there and just give us fucking ten, twelve good minutes. Yeah, and just like, do some Lu- cool lucha things. Go do some lucha. Cool, yeah, exactly. Lucha Libre, like obviously, it is an ama- it is amazing at telling stories as well. Like I don't want to at all sound like sure. yeah, reductive yeah, yeah. of Lucha Libre in that way, but it is the best style of wrestling for. Go out there. It doesn't matter if there's a story. Give us yeah. like five to fifteen minutes of just like something that'll grab the audience. Totally, it's one hundred percent great second match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's perfect for like keeping things going when there isn't necessarily a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 the best at that. And then let's talk about a story I am so invested in. Oh yeah, Zaya Lee shows up. Boa comes out. A scary person in a chair. She does. Thank you. She does cool. Zaylita's cool. Fucking yeah. She has tricks. <laughs> yeah, she, she fucking she does like, squashes somebody. Yeah, Katrina Cortez, the former. Um, it was uh, Catalina that was paired with Sin Cara for. Oh, oh yeah, that was Catalina. That's right. Really? Yep. yep. Um. I am so hyped for this. I wish we got a better look and more story, but this show was too big to do that. Exactly. This is this is the perfect amuse bouche. Yeah. Of the Zayali that we're going to continue to get. Like, Yo, she I, is a fucking badass. She takes no mm-hmm. shit. She's going to kill people. 
Yeah, she is. She is. Jacked. Shoulders, She's been, dude. Um, if you follow her on Instagram, it's just constantly her like just lifting her shirt as much as she can without showing anything to show how ripped she is compared to the last Instagram post. And uh, she hashtags herself spicy girl, <laughs> Tight. which I oh, think yeah, is yeah. like getting back at racist people, which is <laughs> really good. Um, and she's she's ripped and she's like she was already getting so much better in the ring before this repackage. Like this is the perfect time to like really strap the rocket to her with this like gimmick, you know, oh, like, yeah, actually yeah. giving her a gimmick because she's been just such a like legitimate Person? real life white meat baby face where she's just like because I like you see interviews with her and you saw like that video of her being told she was going to be in the Royal Rumble and stuff a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And yeah. like she's just like seems like the nicest person ever. Like, it's one of those things I gauge like how liked someone actually is based on the responses to their social media mm-hmm. you see from all the wrestlers. And every single time she posts something, it's a hundred of her fellow wrestlers like basically saying like, oh, like, oh, you like you're jacked. You look so good. Like, good job. Like stuff like that. Yes, like, good job. Like, it, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is she going to kill Jeez. Casey Cantazaro, her friend, her old friend? She's going to murder her. That's probably what's, what's on the horizon, but she kicked fucking poor Katrina's head you know, off. Um, I'm I'm excited oh, to see yeah. where this goes. I hope like they were kept saying that she's impervious to pain. I hope they don't like make it a kind of a zombie thing. Because yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, mm. so you got to sell for your opponent exactly. But I I hope also, that like, it was against a geek, so it doesn't. Matter. Yeah, yeah. I hope that they make the impervious pain thing a th- like still a thing. Like she's still basically she can be damaged, but she doesn't feel the pain of it. You know, like that'd be a way to do it. Of like, because the impervious to pain thing. Like you see that with like the fiend or zombie, all their zombie characters, and it yeah, doesn't work. It doesn't work. But if you make it so like, hey, you can't knock them down and stuff like that. They're just like it doesn't affect their mentality. Their body feels it, but their brain doesn't. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, like they could still be beat, but they are more resilient than ever. I I hope that she comes out and destroys and squashes Casey Cat and Zaro, and then it turns into a feud where they like Casey Cat and Zaro has to step up her game to dialese because that would be really cool yeah uh do you think boa's gonna wrestle yes okay so. yeah because i just didn't know who he was until he showed up with those papers he didn't he's wrestled a, a few times okay um he's been at the performance center for a long time i hope he comes out with a similar style mm-hmm. uh you know just real fucking like martial artsy comes goes out and squashes Kona Reeves. Who is oh, no, I who, miss who, him. Who was the other one? Uh, that badass uh, Huas Arturo Huas. Oh he, yeah, that'd um, be cool. He in his match he had where he came back, he tore like his bicep. Oh really? Against, mm. against Kushida. He just really Chelsea greened it. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that match was awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm just hyped for this. It's interesting. It's weird. It's weird for NXT, which is what I like. I like when NXT does stuff that they don't normally do, where it's not just like people being people. Um, does yeah. AEW still have a relationship with the Chinese company at all, or is it just been COVID that's kept them? Oh, um, yeah. it was done this? before. Okay, weird but, stuff happened with that company. So. Oh, okay. okay. That's not surprising. Um, well, let's talk about uh, the Hoss fight. Rico Gonzalez uh, defeated Rhea Ripley. 
Last this woman was so standing fun. match. They beat the shit out of me. They <laughs> did. Uh, that chain link spot was so, like, with the handcuffs was so oh, interesting. Yeah, and cool. you like, pulled the chain link Because you, you don't see new gimmick spots like that. Mm-hmm. Like very often, usually it's the same old stuff. But her just ripping the chain link off with the with the handcuffs and then using it as a weapon was cool. To that point, yeah, absolutely. The the part where they had kind of gone backstage and back around, and Rhea had that like clover leaf, leaf locked in and had the chair uh, pulling against oh. her neck. It was just like, oh man, that's innovative. In a where you'd think you'd seen you'd so seen a lot of it, not being like not being like like a veteran. Like okay, and she plus, like she worked awesome. This mm-hmm. is the. I'd say like the ratio of how green the two opponents were to how good this match was is like maybe the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Like this is like both of them are so green, but it was so good. And especially last man, last women's standing matches are so hard to make good. Mm -hmm, Like we've seen like, because the gimmick itself just like requires that big lull in the action and they did not let it get uninteresting. They never did the boring, like waiting, waiting spots. So it was like, they knew like you know, they were gonna have to tear each other apart in order to get the other to stay down. Yeah. And so they kept the offense on a lot. Um, like when they went through the glass was great. Dakota is the biggest geek in the world. I love that so she much. She got shoved into a locker. She got shoved into a locker. Dude, yeah. And is- Indy Hart, Indy Hartwell, like posted on uh, Twitter because like Triple H said something about Dakota and like, oh, gotta check. Is she still in there? And then Indy Hartwell posted like a thing of like um. A water bottle connected to like a hamster cage. <laughs> it's like okay, she's okay. I just gave her water like this. Oh my god, that's really do good. You, do you think it was intentional for uh, Raquel to be Dakota's heater and then uh, yes, right to flip go it. forward? Like yes, really. Sean and Diesel. <laughs> Sean, Sean and Diesel. Um, China and DX. Okay, Sean, yeah. So this is a normal thing. Yeah. Okay. We just didn't get the blow off. We haven't gotten the blow off between Dakota and um, Raquel whenever Raquel goes babyface. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which will happen eventually. Which I, I wish that they'd somehow flip it, but it's really, really hard to get Dakota Kai back to face through that. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so th- this seems very much like um, uh, a farewell match for Rhea. And oh yeah, one hundred percent. So, but uh, how many times have we said that? I know. That's true. I know. Also true. But the Royal Rumble is coming up. Like, like we were saying, kind of with a priest, it, it feels like the right time to, for a you know a Rumble. And Charlotte and Charlotte just popped back up in WWE. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely unresolved business there. Um, my only complaint about this match is I wanted more. I was because it's a last man standing match. Those. Yeah. I'm used this, to those being very long, and so we're used to them on like TV. a we're used to them on a takeover, not not yeah. a finite two also, hour program. I, I I like, I agree with you. I also like it when they 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 kind of hold up like hold back a little bit for less because then it's not too overindulgent. Like, That's true. Wanting more, which is a good thing for like a a show, especially like where the characters are going to keep going, like the especially where they go. And we have a takeover on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So. People are um, like being like, why is it on Valentine's Day? It's like, yo, I ain't gonna go anywhere. to watch fucking wrestling. Yeah, I have something to watch. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where are you? What restaurants are you going out to? Yeah, change your fucking Outback Steakhouse, huh? You going to Applebee's? <laughs> well, you see, now I'm actually from New Zealand, and we have this shit under control. So yeah, I know. Out to my local eatery, <laughs> and uh, it's fine over here. Is that, is that gonna be Switchblade? <laughs> uh, no, I'm depressed. Fuck 
going on <laughs> Japan, and I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I lost yeah. again. It will be a thing that I watch throughout the week, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Kushida and Shazi Blackheart. Don't you dare <laughs> just say that this is the match. You start with a promo. Okay. Johnny comes out, and, uh, you know, Johnny's it up. Um... What do you mean, like Johnny? And I? So first, but before we get into that, this, what does that mean? This Derek? wasn't. This wasn't supposed to. Maybe the Derek, promo Matt, was supposed to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. Derek, just, what does that mean? You come and you make the show better. I come. Oh, Johnny! <laughs> dear, dear God. Johnny, you dirty boy. Oh man, that's I'm gonna a be dirty so. Dog. That's gonna We're be so the, exciting for him when from. he finally <laughs> has that first time. I did. Dang, Johnny! When I didn't I know. Wa- I didn't know you were one of the nasty boys. That's so sticky. They didn't need to have the belt strapped anymore. (laughs) But before that happened, this because I don't know if the promo was planned, but initially we were supposed to have a fight pit between, um, you know, uh, Champa and uh, Thatcher. But Thatcher got injured Mm -hmm. um, in training for the match. Mm -hmm. There was a network exclusive on that. The the network version of NXT versus the TV version. Mm -hmm. it, It just shows a little bit more. Yeah, and they're like network exclusive. Uh, um, what's what, what's what's funny about that is it. I don't think he necessarily got really injured. They probably timed out the show. We're like, we don't want to cut this short. Yeah, yeah so that's let's probably pull it. That's yeah. save it for later. And that maybe that's why they added the Kushi this match exactly because yeah. they had to and fill yeah, that this, time. This was awesome. I'm yeah. so happy they did. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so continue. so yeah, Gargo. Um, God, what was he saying? I watched it yesterday. Um. The fucking picture and how he was like, uh, he oh the yeah, the real superheroes. superheroes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, those are your muscles. Like, that's the scale. I love Indy Hartwell <laughs> said that Austin Theory drew that, or what, or it was that, or the other way. They said they worked on it together. That's amazing. <laughs> um, also, I was, I was, I would say, I was on Planet RVD um, while watching <laughs> this segment, uh, last night, and um, I just texted myself. Um, Potential episode title, remember, 179 Theoretical Testicle Torture. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, <laughs> did, you, did you book this? Do you like watching your friend Austin get uh, hit in the dick? Why do you mean booked it? This is real. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But did so? I want to know your thoughts on Austin Theory. Do you like him or do you like watching him get hit in the dick? Can I say both? Yeah, honestly, I think you should probably say both. I, I, I think yeah. you could. Two this things was, can exist. I, when she got hit, so yeah, uh, from the fucking tank. Shotzi it was so funny. Yeah, so Shotzi oh, comes God. out in her tank, um, and uh, shoots Austin Theory in the dick because she's disrespecting Candace. I, I am legitimately curious about the the mechanisms of the tank cannon now because it's it's obviously like just basically a potato gun. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a t-shirt can. But like, how do you test like, hey, how much PSI is okay? <laughs> was he wearing a cuff? Sh- yeah, that's what I was shooting to. The, to shoot someone in the dick with. But also, I, I also poor yeah. like um, extra they got to come and test it. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of Johnny that scene. Knoxville. He's on. What, yeah, no. What was that? He's that on scene in Fucking super troopers where they're shooting the gun at the new cup. Uh, yeah. But um, you know, you know what? And maybe, and this is a controversial opinion. Maybe this is a forced sterilization of Austin Theory, and I'm not saying that's maybe the worst idea they've had. I'm sorry. Yo, sir. like I kind of hit the dick twice. I kind of think it's punishment for his actions. <laughs> like I mean, 
to make him look the... just like the biggest fucking geek in the world. Like it's him and Dakota one on one for biggest geek. Like even Indy's making fun of it, kind of. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's not. I, I think they realize he just like um people like punchable face. He, he it, yeah, he has such a punchable face. He's such like a just a fucking punchable guy. He's so abrasive, so shitty, and I think that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, we're gonna put this on TV, mm-hmm. and it, it, I, I want to see him like just get beat up. Yeah, it's almost like Robert it's... Stone. It's like I loved seeing him get ran over by the tank and get like harassed by Shotzi. Him, yeah. Sammy Guevara, and now I'll, I'll, I need to add Noam Dar because I just always forget how punchable he is. Uh, they're the most punchable people. Um, I'm gonna add someone later. Um to this list uh so then kushida comes out master wado no i'll tell you no master wado's tight he's my sonic boy i can hate him um uh kushida comes out they uh start a match johnny and kushida's yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i got a a mixed tag match i want i want to say shotzi needs to learn she doesn't have to say her things every time when she yeah. yelled "Welcome to the ball pit" out of nowhere, I was just like, mm. Uh, mm. "She, I think she knows that." Okay, but she's being told to. I don't get get stuff over. Like, I, yeah. I, I think she's just trying to get stuff over. But it just threw me off like a little bit. Rhea, I didn't like, love it. Did her entrance? Yeah, when her friends getting beat up. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's still new. Yeah, she's still uh-huh. new. Okay, okay. Like, and plus this week was Johnny Cash's birthday, so TCB. <laughs> That's like one of her things, and she stole it from Johnny Cash. So. Oh, okay, okay. Got to TC some bees. Um, what does that mean? I don't even. Remember. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what? Taking care of, bu- taking care of business. Oh, oh every, every day. day. <laughs> Did we all four? All four? Was that all four of us? I I no. Matt, I, I Matt pretended. Back. I hung oh, okay. back. I, 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 there was a delay. I didn't. Um. Do yeah, I want Kushida and Johnny to fight forever. Like, well, they're going. They're definitely starting the feud for the North American title. I wouldn't um, be or, mad if Kushida took Lewis, it. Like showed the drawing, the drawing, and then Wade Barrett's like, "How did he draw that so fast? <laughs> he just draw that." I love, I love that. I love that they're keeping that like kayfabed, like mm-hmm. his drawing ability. I like, love. So I got an email from the network, and I wanted to from send Wade Barrett. No, from the network, and I've I wanted some to- bad. Hey, that, hey, that, hey, that Derek. That's the fucking like. If he's on, like, if he was on cameo, that's all he should do. Yeah, is just let me break bad news to you, fam. <laughs> but it is was a uh, so many breakups. He sent, sends a rejection back saying, "Like, I know you told me to say got some bad news. It's your birthday, but I that's not actually bad news, and I only do actual bad news. <laughs> so I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I'm keeping your money, but not." Doing- some I, bad I, news about your request. I wanted to email or send you this, but like it's every picture separate. But like this poster, I would buy the shit out of this. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's really, really good. good. Tight he, as hell. Did Sam Shaw draw that? Yes. yes. Samuel did. Oh, yeah. He, wow. he, he is actually good at it. It's just, I love that they're like BRB. Okay. They've made his like mysterious powers now like being really fast at art mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's adding a layer that i don't know uh has much more of a ceiling <laughs> but yeah. uh it, no it's pretty fun um, i loved it i i really loved the kind of the dynamic too of uh vic joseph trying to like uh sow tension between wade barrett and uh 
Just and fucking uh, Loomis. Mm-hmm. Just to distract from him getting made fun of. Yeah, like, exactly. It was just really funny. They were just had a lot of funny chemistry. Yeah, I I like them together. Um, and mm. Loomis' I, I really commentary just sitting there was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I um also other things from the show. Um, Johnny and and Theory are entering the te- the Dusty Classic. Yeah. Um, Undisputed is fighting Brizango. Um, That'll be a really good match. They also announced a women's Dusty Rhodes Classic. Yeah, yeah, that'll be sick. That'll be sick. Yeah, I'm excited so. to see the teams. I mean, Candice and Indy, obviously. Yeah, yeah and Dakota and Raquel. Mm-hmm. Um, Shotzi will team up with someone maybe, for sure. Maybe Zaya. Maybe well, Zaya. I don't think Zaya is going to be in it. She's not. So? She's no, because she's not going to partner with anyone outside of her faction. That's a good um, point. The only possibility would be if they debuted, actually debuted Karen Q as the leader, but I don't want her to be in the ring this soon. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be a little weird. Um, um, it'll be like Shotzi and like EO, you know, like just one of those thrown together teams. Yeah, like the first winners of the Dusty Rhodes Classic, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. then the oh. next year, wasn't it Pete Dunn? Was it Pete Dunn and Roddy? Well, that was a couple of years later, and they lost. They lost oh, okay. in the finals because Roddy but, turned yeah. on him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, yeah, Riddle, Riddle and Dunn. But it was also it was um, Samoa Joe and Finn beating uh, Baron Corbin and who Isai? Elias. That's a five star tag team in my mind. Me too. You're muted, Isai. Am I still muted? No, we can hear you now. Uh, Rhino was the answer. Rhino. That's like, I was saying that Shotzi and EO will probably be like a thrown together Dusty classic team or something. Like, it'll be Shotzi and someone thrown together. Um, Yeah. I'm excited for that, though. I'm excited for both tag teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the jaw match Uh, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, not really, really good, but not as good. No, no it's really the good. TV version of their takeover match. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, that's, but like, it was a different match, but just quality wise. And mm-hmm. it was great. Like it, it was a different story that they were telling. And it was a story this time around. They're telling the story really of Finn being able to win with, with a submission, which I, I love when they like take a match to do that with an established wrestler, kind of like they did with um, Ember Moon when she came back, mm-hmm. like debut, like that she also now has a submission finisher. Like mm-hmm. Finn now has three finishers. Like, I mean, we, I've said that already on this episode that I, I love that, but I love how they stat They use Kyle to establish that because he's, you know, besides like he, he's probably the most like elevated submission wrestler in NXT. Kyle, yeah, yeah, because like you know, Thatcher is there, but in like that, it's more of Thatcher's gimmick is submission versus like Kyle is a like a jujitsu wrestler. He's striking and Mm -hmm. and submission, um, but he's like as far as like power rankings go in NXT, he's like up there. Yeah, it it was good to tell the story, you know, of because Finn was making a big deal, like you broke my jaw, uh, but then. Uh, so you know, just him relentlessly going after Kyle's working, jaw, working on the jaw, uh, and then you know when he did win, it did seem like there was it, it 
kind of pulled something out of Kyle where he wasn't so eager to shake hands like, yeah, what a good battle. It was just like, mm. fuck you, man. Why can't I fucking well, I don't beat think you? It, I don't think it wasn't necessarily a fuck you. Like, he looked so sad. I think that, yeah, I, I mean, like, fuck I, you as I, far as, like, why can't I beat you? Like, why can't yeah. I just hit that next level? Because carrying Cross is there, that's why. Right. But it's like, but it's so good for Kyle's story to be like, mm-hmm. I can get to the fucking dance. I just can't bring it home. Mm-hmm. It's something that is going to, he could pull that out for a year. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, oh, yeah. Like Sammy Zane. I, yeah. yeah, I want Kyle to win so bad. And I know I'm, I think we're all biased on this podcast. We all love him more than love him, most people, probably. But I'm, yeah. I remember when you guys used to make fun of him. No, I, we never I, made I, fun in, in of a him. Loving, I, in a loving I, way. I legit did for the his first week debut. Yeah. Like, because those he, faces, does, the faces, well, he, take, he, they're an acquired he, taste. Like him. I he came loved out him. And, I loved him in the ring from moment one. For one. But the faces were an acquired taste. The, the, well, and he also, he came out and did everything the way that debuting people in NXT do. And he didn't have a gimmick yet. So mm-hmm. yeah. I knew Kyle. And I remember it's like, like with Johnny. It's just like Pat oh. McAfee, Matt. What? Oh, yeah. I did talk lots of shit on Johnny. Um, and now I remember these things. They're I'm not, you know, it, they're recorded. It's a recorded in history. Yeah, but uh, no, 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 nothing else is up here that's important. The just how many say, people we've talked shit uh, on that turned out to be really good. <laughs> Random other facts. What I, I think it would have been way obvious. I think it would have been too early to throw it on Kyle. I oh, wasn't 100%. sure because then, it was their rematch, it, and it was mm-hmm. a big deal. So I was like, they, they sowed the seeds of like, hey, maybe maybe Kyle would win maybe it, but. So- but yeah, it, it wasn't the right time. But it was and, the right time oh, for no. Kyle to add that layer oh, to yeah. his character. And but they, you know, I think Kyle now being in the North American title scene could, is the right time for him. I think so, so. too. Oh my yeah. god, can you imagine? Just like, I mean, Kyle versus Johnny Great. Kyle versus Kushida is what I need to see. Uh, right what now. I yep. well, I was about to say what I need is a is a triple threat: Johnny, Ooh. Kushida, Kyle O'Reilly. They are all. There's a Venn diagram of those three wrestlers. Where there's enough different, but a lot in the middle, mm-hmm. style-wise. Yeah. That would be so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was New Year's Evil. It was fantastic. Uh, so at TakeOver on February 14th, we're going to have a new champion, Killer Cross. Um, mm, I, I don't think so. We'll see what happens. I really think Kyle, I, I really think that Finn might actually win this one. Because they've like... And hit the reset a little bit on carrying like because they've already hit the reset on carrying across a little bit right yeah like yeah he's he's a little bit different now and i think that what's good my guess of what will happen and this could be a wild guess but i think finn is starting to lean back towards being the heel prince or because he he started being babyface again once he won the title yeah you know like because people just love him too much yeah exactly but and he had to go away because he got injured if he heals, if he heals it up a bit to win, and you know does some some nasty shit to Karrion Cross and shows like, no, you can't just dethrone the prince. Like I'm with you. I feel like it's not quite I, Finn's time. He hasn't had the run yet. You know, I would um, I would like that better. He was he. The thing is, what what sucks is that he was never supposed to be champion. Hmm. This was supposed to be Cross's big long run, except. But now, unless, they, but now they find themselves in this situation. Yeah. Unless what they do is Karrion Cross takes it at, you know, Valentine's Day Massacre takeover, whatever, which I'm sure is what they're going to call Probably. it. Probably, yeah. Um, 
you know, Big Show is going to re-debut since that was the last time they did a Valentine's Day Massacre. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and the Triple H, like, through the cage? Yeah, maybe NXT title match at WrestleMania, you get the babyface Finn win, who is this recognizable person. who He takes the title back at WrestleMania. It's this big moment. Finn's back at WrestleMania, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I could see that happening. Like, have Ooh, basically maybe, like maybe he one has to go back to the demon. Say maybe they throw the maybe yeah. they throw the makeup on his face too mm-hmm. because that's a I, WrestleMania moment. Like I and I'd be actually interested in what the Prince version of the demon is. You know, yeah. Um, at this point, like, see it's what purple he face does. paint. Derek, he doesn't have any purple in his uh, current gimmick. It's just like the it's the automatic. uh, He's very car wash. He's uh, very off his head. He's very into sex and it's purple. I mean, according Mm. to Carl Anderson, he is. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's the exact quote. Isai. Uh, He used to um, slay pussy like it was his job. Ah, ah. Also that he had a. Like she's a, he's had like a thigh deep uncut cock. There it is. There it is. Quotes from Carl Anderson. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Listen to Talking I mean, Shop, the old ones. They're dude, wild. I mean, he was an Armani model in Japan at the same time as being awesome? in New Japan. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've all seen the bulge. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, New Year's Evil is fantastic. NXT is always fantastic. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but the fantasticness does not end there. It wouldn't have been the worst takeover of the year if it was a takeover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, big, Wrestle big show. Kingdom. Two nights. Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Two nights. Kingdom. Thank you, Derek, for the login. Yeah. Um, yes. But It makes uh, it so much easier to watch. It really does. It really does. <laughs> I, I was doing pretty good with, like, getting some back alley streams. Yeah. And literally, I took a pause, like, between two matches and in that pause, every single stream got taken down at yeah. once. Except uh, for to take a no to take a page out of the Zach Evans uh, playbook, back alley streams. That sounds like my weekend. <laughs> nice. And like thirty bones for uh, the one of the most fun shows of the year every year. Yeah, dude, it's not bad. For like, not bad. I'll for be, like eight I'll hours right of wrestling. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. Let's get. You into have the card it. pulled up. Yeah. Um. The Rambo. Rambo. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, okay, Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, Bushi, and Toriano uh, advanced in the the Rambo. King of Pro Wrestling. King of Pro Wrestling trophy the, thing. The Yon the Yano title. Yeah. yeah. Which I hope it's Yon. I okay. Like I know it's the geekiest of geeky battle royals ever, and this is the geekiest version of it. Uh, since Wrestle Kingdom eleven, when there was like Billy Gunn and Cheeseburger in it. That was, um, I love those ones. That one was great. Um, I love, like, I always think they're going to be out of ways for Yano to win in a Yano way. <laughs> and they always find new ways to surprise me that are still entertaining. Like, yeah, I, I one... love that they have this uh, on the same card as so, such serious wrestling. They have Yano winning a match without ever getting in the ring. Yeah. It's such a Yano thing. And I, I'm sick of Yano just from a G1. <laughs> I I don't want him in the G one gets to be a lot you know I just watched the best one or two um back when Kenny was there I loved his matches and now they're the fall A matches because they've turned into um ring pad versus body slam challenges and it's really like 
it's just fun. It's the only Bale and Yano are the Joker and Batman. <laughs> like, and I'm absolutely like they're meant to fight each other forever, but I'm not interested in them at all with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated El Phantasmo. Hell yeah, dude. Um, um great match. Yeah. Is LP a juggalo? ELP is um mm-hmm. a yeah uh, no yes he is fucking it's like EDM guy okay he looks like a juggalo he looks like there's, he, throws, he could be a juggalo there's a lot of crossover there mm-hmm. there's a lot of reformed juggalos who are now EDM people and a lot of EDM people who would have been juggalos if not for EDM yeah had they maybe had they been maybe had they been born a little earlier into the nineties whoop whoop and plur are closer than you might think. <laughs> so the whole thing about this match, yeah, being that Takahashi won the best of the Super Juniors, Fanta- mm-hmm. uh, Phantasmo won the Super J Cup, the winner of this match would go on to night two to face Taiji Ishimori uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight mm-hmm. Championship. Of course it was Hiromu. It was always going to be Hiromu. Thank mm-hmm. God it was Hiromu. Mm-hmm. Gato loves to have his baby faces win at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. It was a good match. It was a little... Floppy? At times. Yeah. Yep. El Phantasmo doing all the Bullet Club things. Like, is he trying to be the Bullet Club leader? Is that his no, name? No, that's just a Bullet Club thing. Yeah, the, the also, like swoop down is, too sweet thing. He is like the best, like shitty, like troll heel. Okay, but he's great at that stuff. It's just he's just not up to Hiromu. Yeah, yeah. no, and, he's not. And he was trying to, mm-hmm. and it was a valiant effort. It was. But it was it, his. He had some Wrestle Kingdom jitters, I think. Like, because I thought yeah. he got better through the throughout the match. Yeah, I actually thought once he started doing the Bullet Club leader spots, is when he started clicking. Um, and like, and that that moonsault to the outside, and all of El Phantasmo's walking the rope stuff. Oh my god! Literally yes. tap dancing and yes. like doing ballet stuff on the top rope, while like while walking it, like taking steps forward and back while walking doing old school is. Like terrifying, Pretty fucking wild. It's like yeah, circus, it's circus performer shit. And that, like, yeah. you were, to your point, yeah, that moonsault uh, to Hiromu on the outside while he was just walking on the ropes was massive. That was break your ankles on the landing. Level. Yes, like yes, mm-hmm. he was like he was a solid ten feet up, like at the top of that moonsault. But it was a good time that will get better later on while they fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, defeated dangerous techers i you were talking about how handsome tom Matonga is without a beard mm-hmm. i hate it really? he, looks, it. he looks he looks is it just like, like is it like that thing of like the first time looks, you've seen your dad shave and you're like no you look he different. looks like the dirtiest jersey boy and i want to kill him no he looks like samoan gaston he no does, he, he looks I, he looks feel, like the situation no, he doesn't. You take that hate no. out of your mouth. He looks, okay. he here, looks stupid no. and not scary and cool like he was how in System you? of a Down. I like the situation looks the situation looks like him because the situation is white <laughs> and mm-hmm. is trying to look like that. That's true. Thank you. That's point. true. I do think the beard is more intimidating, but he, yeah. I think he's also a handsome boy under underneath it. Maybe um, I just have to get used to it, but I the, was the, I was the upset. Wor- <laughs> the worst thing that they did in this match for me. Uh, was not the look. It was uh, going through the crowd during COVID <laughs> after they won, and I know they got in trouble for that. So, oh really? 
Yeah, honestly, dude, man, that was kind of one of the that was one of the first things that uh, really struck out to me. A watching. crowd I was like, look at all of them wearing masks. Also, all of them, aside from just a couple of moments, listen to the rules and they just clap. They don't yell. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Like that boomsticks culture in Japan, well. they love following rules, and I love it. And so, that's what they get to do. Look what they get to do. Mm-hmm. The numbers are these. surging yeah. in that country too. So you hope, yeah, just hope that nothing comes out from Wrestle Kingdom spreading stuff. You know, like, oh, you would absolutely hope. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I mean, mean, the rules aren't. I mean, just because you're not yelling doesn't mean it's not going to spread. Uh, but. It's it's you, it, you hope it was but, nice. But you to take see. precautions. You take precautions. They they got to a spot where they felt comfortable having this event. We'll see so what happens from my it. My one big note for New Japan is they need to they they provide boomsticks like to provide extra noise. You know you can't cheer um, to the crowd. Yeah, they need to provide a an equivalent boo reaction. Like they need to give some people a way that says like, "Hey, if you are mean, if you would boo right now, hit make use this kind of noisemaker instead." Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, there were times when like there were like just no reaction, or there was like clapping to heal things going on that I think was people just trying to react. Yeah, and yeah. They need to have just like two different reactions, and like yeah. I, that's that's the only like note I have on that. Otherwise, I thought it. I love that dude. The crowd dude, stuff was great. Dude, just rig up the speaker system. You press the green button to cheer. Press the red button to boo, and it just press. Pipes, and it just pipes in crowd noise. Press the <laughs> the hairy button to yell Tana. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tana. I love that. Yeah. It's just a soundboard. Tana. 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 Um. Yeah, but this was a fun match. Um, Isai, I know you hate Tai Chi, and I hate how he looks. I hate his gimmick. I don't mind him in ring. He's gotten better by being paired with Zack Sabre Jr. Ooh, let me back away from this one, eh? <laughs> he has gotten so much better being paired with Zack Sabre Jr. He's still not great, but he's a, he is a workable New Japan tag team wrestler now by having been with Zack Sabre Jr. for a year. The last Look how year. mad Isai yeah. is. This is an audio medium, but oh my god. I'm not really that mad. I just like to <laughs> sow fucking of, drama for the a, show, a Isai. A lot of people like Tai Chi. Um, I hated a lot of the people that I would see on Twitter years for years and years talk about Tai Chi and all this shit. They're talking about this Tai Chi. I'd still say you're kind of dumb. That's fine. Yeah, like it's well, not like I'm praising him. I just thought oh, like yeah. I I didn't. I, Zach Saber Jr. In, brought something good out of it. I go yeah. in expecting hatred, and it's like no. In the ring, he's fine. He's fine now. Like um, he's not at the level of being able to do this as a singles wrestler yeah um and you know and a lot of the people who have loved him it's 100 because his gimmick is tuxedo mask um from sailor moon so mm-hmm. like I and, mean, that's, need, and everybody that does that shut up <laughs> i thought it was creepy perv <laughs> uh have you seen tuxedo mask he is no. a man wearing a tuxedo and a cape and a mask who mm-hmm. sings very eyes yeah he's shut. a he's a pervert okay. very pervy okay uh, but Gorillas of Destiny, new champs. Yep. Yeah. Finally won at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Which is big. We got, a couple, we got a couple eat shits, which was fun. <laughs> I, know, I just always miss those. Uh, Tangaloa has also gotten a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Someone, oh. I think Rocky Romero had mentioned, like, throw this guy in the never open weight. Uh, you know. He, he's really come into it. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Just a, some singles first, matches with Tangaloa. Gorillas of Destiny were like a thing. I was like, oh my God. Like, get him out of the ring. Like, 
mm-hmm. Mama Zola that can really work in a mom. Like, okay, cool. Like, they're they're both throw tough. throw like they throw Tamatanga in the G one. We were like throw Tonga Loa in one, like just to see if he can have that breakout. Yeah, perform yeah. you know performance being with in singles competition with the people, all the best people. If you like Ishi mm-hmm. or somebody. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, oh, that'd be a fun match. Who's Jado? Jado. Jado. Who is he? He was a Booker. He was also the Booker of Noah for a while. Okay. So he he was Gato's partner. Okay. 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 I he I was wondering if there it's, was connections to Gato because well, it's the they're both the, Bullet Club. Yeah. Well, since Gato joined Bullet Club and stuff, the gimmick is a bunch of shitheads with uh former like old bookers who are now evil too because you can't because you can't be more evil than someone's boss it's true yeah it's true um I they had, love memphis wrestling i had another i had another question regarding this oh yeah that guy fucking doc brown at the top of the show who was oh, just who, the, the, who's the that pervert guy magician? yeah <laughs> Like this Wrestle Kingdom was weird because he definitely I, I thought he was cosplaying as like Don King, like that big Don King hair, the like the fight promoter so, thing. Unless that's someone, just his look. Someone should tweet at Chris Charlton and say, "Please explain this to me," because he's very good <laughs> about. And he would actually probably respond, like, yeah, because I've I've seen him doing that, like explaining Japanese culture or like, just Japanese stuff to people who don't get it. Like they had hosts. And that was really interesting. This was a weird wrestle ma- or weird wrestle kingdom because it was like they had hosts, they had commercials. Uh they didn't maybe I missed it, but they didn't show that video before the the title match. No, they have stopped the since Evil they've stopped since Evil won the title. Which what? I I don't know if it's a one to one correlation, but that was when it stopped. When Evil won the title this summer, they stopped showing showing it. all the previous winners. Yeah, which Weird. is so so strange. <laughs> Do they want to erase the Evil win? Like, is that the Jinder Mahal equivalent? I don't know, but the thing is, when Evil had the title, they wouldn't be showing him. They would be showing up through it, like him. So, like, so, like while well, he was the current, they didn't have his graphic. No, because the current champion isn't. I don't yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, that makes sense. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Anyway, that was just yeah. a weird thing I noticed because I've always I always look forward to that because I like when Brock pops up. It's funny <laughs> He's to always me. like, whoa, yeah. I love when Bob Sap. Bob Sap. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bob Saget, dude. Bob Saget. IWGP <laughs> no. heavyweight title. Bob Sap. No. Bob Sap, an even worker than Bob Saget probably would have been somehow. <laughs> um, the most steroided man in wrestling at a time. <laughs> I hope it comes back with a bushy, just like. You know, like I just I want to see I want to eventually see Coda up there on that. Right. Graphic. Oh, absolutely. He deserves it. Yeah, it's it's just weird taking that whole thing away. Um, Kenta defeated uh, bread boy Satoshi Kojima. Better than it had any right to be, but still like not Kojima's as good. showing why he was like champion. Mm-hmm. The, why he was. the like, chop, the flurry of chops is still great. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, he still has good spots in like, I guess before going into this until I heard like on commentary, them talk about it a little bit more. I hadn't really put into perspective of like, these are the best two wrestlers from two bygone eras in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that, that it made it like have some weight and be kind of cool, you know, um, for a like fill in match, you know, it's supposed to be juice, um, this spot instead, 
Um, seeing it, it'd be like, how like because Kojima can still go better than most guys' age. It'd be like a few years ago getting to see one more time, like I don't know, Angle versus AJ Styles. You know, like yeah. one like more time, like one. we're we're both of the, like neither of them are necessarily the best in the world anymore, but they both they were it for the last two eras. Right, they represent like, something previous. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I don't know who who Hiroshi Tenzin is, but I like his mullet. Tenzin. Tenzin. Former former I, he was part of that that slideshow of of former IWGP champions. Yeah, also oh, okay. Him and Kojima were a tag team. Tenkozy. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So Kenta. Another, I mean, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was the, the winner of this match gets to face John Moxley for the IWGP uh, United States uh, heavyweight. Yeah. Here's a question I had too. So Kenta's Bullet Club. Um. Is this the most Japanese people who have been in Bullet Club? Oh, yeah. Every time they add one, then it's the most. Because when, <laughs> when I think of Bullet Club, I think of these people disrespect Japanese that, wrestling. That, that's what it was, yes. right? That's, what it started. that's, that's why it was a big deal when uh, Yujiro Takahashi uh, joined Bullet Club. Because okay. he was the first Japanese defector. Oh, okay. He just, wanted, he just wanted to hang out with the bunny. With, <laughs> with uh, bread ass? Muffin ass. Oh, yeah. Kojima's bread ass. Yeah, he is. Um, Oh, that would be the tag team of Kojima and um, Taguchi. Taguchi would be bread ass. (laughs) Great. Monkey bread. Um, (laughs) Monkey bread. Monkey bread's good as fuck. Y'all like monkey bread? I like monkey bread. This is is funky bread. Uh, Different. Much different. Don't like it nearly as much. Um, I'm going to be honest. I skipped this match, but I watched the entrance. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi to beat the Great Okan. I was trying to get through the show, and I heard bad things about Great Okan. It was. If you're gonna skip a match, it's not a bad one to choose. Um, I do like always brings great drama and stories to it. Yeah, matches. the work isn't there, and Tanahashi does. Yeah, I do love the look of the Great Okan. I love his look. Uh-huh. But I didn't watch enough to try to understand. Well, what it, what it was is that the great Ocon recently graduated from being a young lion. And so yes. this is a, it was a kind of a coming out for him. What I thought was actually really cool about the match. And again, I don't think it's something you have to go back and watch, but on commentary, what they did really well. I like one. I like the, I really like the team of Rocky Romero and Kevin Kelly, but they, uh, they, they brought into perspective, of the different people that Tanahashi faced when he was graduating from being a young lion. And now he gets to be that legend for the great Okan who's and coming out. I just don't think he's there yet. Like that's he's why you not. have guys like Yuji Nagata. It shouldn't have been a Tokyo dome like thing, but it was a cool story that they did weave yeah. throughout it. And the story made it watchable because the match itself. Yeah. You're like, okay. And this is the thing that they do is push guys into a spot. They're not ready for yet. Like a little early, <laughs> a little early. Um, Jay White fought Tanahashi a couple years ago. He was not ready. Oh, no. um, he was not. But look at where he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dude is only twenty eight. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Okada did the same thing and won the title. And it was it takes this long term plan for these characters for it to work out. Mm-hmm. And we we should just know to be disappointed by this type of match at the Tokyo Dome, and just like. Reserve our judgments like with an asterisk attached to them. Say like, 
This I don't is, like this right now, but I might. Mm-hmm. But like this might for like for Jay White, I think it's worth it now because look at where he's like. Yeah, he had to rise to incredible. the occasion he was put in. Yeah, dude, dude is incredible now, and it's and I think it makes the disappointing match a few years ago worth it. Okada mm-hmm. being who he is makes him being shoved down everyone's throats. You know, before any of us were watching, so we didn't have to. Or like Isai, I'm sure was might have been watching back then, but. You know, the rest of us weren't watching it, but it makes it worth it in retrospect. Yeah. Like, yeah. And see, I think the Great Ocon has a cool look. I like the, the teeth thing. Uh, yeah. I like that he's the Empire, though, so they can. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I like that he's a spooky Riddler, but maybe a genie, too. Exactly. And I, and I do like, like, um, I think Going Raw brought it up. It said, like, his fighting style reminds them of, um, like, the crawling around and stuff reminds them of the Daniel Bryan, um, like, Brock Le- like what he would do if he fought Brock Lesnar idea like the bear fighting style oh yeah like <laughs> he was on total Bellas yeah like it's just a little different like he kind of like crawls around a little bit more and it's almost like like Kyle has done that with um, Tamatanga does the weird stuff like that like it's an actual MMA thing go watch uh um Muhammad Ali versus um antonio noki that was antonio noki's actual fighting style to go up against muhammad ali and just kick the shit out of his leg <laughs> yeah i ruined muhammad ali's like <laughs> tra- like trail end of his career because Jesus. his legs were Wait, shot muhammad ali is that was that a wwe thing or a new japan thing it was a neither thing it oh, was okay. a special and- exhibition at shea stadium oh yeah. weird it's a real thing it's a shoot fight oh yeah, like it was antonio- a shoot fight yeah, it is a yeah, it is a there is probably worked to some extent, but at the same time, Antonio Noki le- legit ruined yeah. Muhammad Ali's legs by kicking Damn. them. It was Fuck. supposed to be like kind of like a like a like it's like an exhibition, so it's like almost like a sparring thing, and it's supposed to be Muhammad Ali was going in there thinking this is going to be fun, and then Noki was like, because uh. it's a ten it's a ten round draw that Noki actually technically won on stri- just on kicking. Muhammad Ali, like something like five hundred times in ten rounds. Holy Jesus, shit. <laughs> um, that's insane. But you I know, so like, hit by Muhammad Ali. Like it was like a, it was a legacy match. It was more for like a, an emotional impact than a, a rousing uh, wrestling match style. Because what we got still has it in him. Yeah, but what we got next was you know a very physical bout that yeah. uh, I thought contrasted nicely. My, ugh, I hate saying this. Billy Emotion Spray is still good. He's... I wish he would go away as a person. Um, Uh, This was my favorite match of Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I'm biased. Okada is my favorite wrestler. But, like, holy fuck. Like, this was innovative. Like, like, this was... You can be good at your job and be a a shitty fucking person. I know what? I wasn't watching wrestling when he wasn't doing the Rainmaker, but I've heard about it so much that when he brought it back, I was just like, what? What? I popped. Even though I don't know the story, I've just heard it I so much. I fucking hate the money clip. Because, well, <laughs> so they, they, they emphasized, it's one of those, like, again, you still don't necessarily have to enjoy the road to get there, but the, the story of him emphasizing the money clip so much is what made this Rainmaker so, like, so good so impactful Mm -hmm. and good you know like it's still like and so now you hope like okay he can go back to doing the rainmaker as his primary finish but the money clip is like a solid part of his arsenal Mm -hmm. now because he's established he took this year to establish it yeah um i 
So I didn't like this match as much as I think. Like the, I still thought it was great. I still thought it was like a five star match. It's not a five plus star match, and I, I realized that my issue is that I can't. Ever since I heard someone say, um, "Osprey never elevates his opponent," um, I can't not see that in every Osprey match. I don't think there's ever been a great Osprey match where his opponent was worse than him. Yeah, yeah. And like, so now I can't not see that. Like, how do you elevate Okada? Well, you can't. Well, one of the things, but you, one can, of the things you that... can rise to the occasion, and I still think it was Okada. Yeah. Like pulling Osprey up to his level. I'm completely. I'm completely with you. I think there's that thing of like you might not be able to elevate Okada, but you can give a lot to Okada that he wasn't. But that just shows how good Okada is because he he's like, well, give it to me or not, I'm pulling it out of you. But like, um, that was one of the things Katie and I were talking about when we were watching the match was like, you know, these legendary Omega Okada matches. Watching as time unfolds, it's like. Oh, that was more Okada than I was giving him credit for in those matches. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. he truly Okada is one of the Okada best in the is world. Bret Hart, um, Kenny Omega, Shawn Michaels—the best way to describe it. Because mm-hmm. Bret will make every single person look good. Shawn Michaels will make Shawn Michaels. Look good. <laughs> and Osprey also falls in that category as well. Yeah. Except that I don't. I think he's like. I think that Shawn Michaels will make Shawn Michaels look good, but can like make the other person like elevate their game even more because of how good they're making themselves look. And I think that's what Kenny does. I don't think it's what Osprey does though. Like, yeah, because one of the things with Kenny Michaels pushed Okada with Michaels. One of the things is like, one of the things that made him look so good was how good he sold. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not where Osprey's at right now. But again, he is young and has, has room to go. And obviously as a person room to grow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We keep saying he's young, but like every year that we say that, it is getting further <laughs> from true, the truth. It's true, man. That is very true. Like, he's already adapted I mean, his style quite a bit. Like, I mean, yeah, he's he is twenty seven years old. He is still young, like absolutely. But in this business and what he's done to his body, what do you like, know? You never know. Yeah, he has adapted a lot. I think that he's done like one of the few smart things you could say a smart decision ever about Will Ospreay in his life or anything is that he's been smart about adapting his style. He's never gonna have that match where him and um, another redacted shithead Marty Skrull almost killed each other. Yeah, you know he's never gonna have that again um, mm-hmm. because of that match um, and because of some Hiromu matches and stuff. Um, but uh, I know you you always hope for the best or for him to go away forever and and was it was it satisfying watching okada beat the fuck out of him yeah oh absolutely it was was. longest match on the the night one 35 Mm -hmm. minutes bad showing for the empire yeah yeah so okay here can you give me a little brief rundown of the empire well osprey's group when he turned on okada okay oh yeah because he turned okay because he he turned on chaos right yeah okay Um, so osprey was chaos mm -hmm. and then I just have always thought of him as a bad guy anyway. So like chaos, chaos can has all sorts in it. Uh-huh. It's chaotic. Um, it started as a heel faction by um, Shinsuke. So mm-hmm. has has Okado ever worked heel? Yeah. Uh, when he won the title at first, he was heel. Yeah, okay. that's like the Raidmaker thing. Oh, Raidmaker, okay. He he was coming in to save New Japan from you know. Because they didn't have the reign of money before him, but now they're going to have the reign of money. Mm, okay. I mean, it worked. Um, 
All right, cool. Uh, Koto Ibushi, Tetsuya Naito. Wow. What can you say? <laughs> what can you say? Uh, I'll say the things that I, I texted Isai about because the uh, two of you hadn't watched stuff yet. So texted Isai a little bit after this main event. Um, I legit cried. Um, uh, this match, like the emotionality of Koto winning legitimately made me cry. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, which like doesn't happen a ton. Uh, it happens occasionally with wrestling. Um, him like trying to pin Naito after the match, like Isai and I were like saying, like, don't know if he was concussed or what, but I think it was just a planned story beat of he has now ascended to be God. Mm-hmm. And if that actually happens to you, you might not believe it at yeah. first. Yeah. Um yeah. and the and you know, I don't think he was actually concussed because he fought the next night and right. I hope God. Yep. Uh, I mean, that, I think he's always case. just a little concussed. I think that might just his, be kind of based on his state of being. I don't think that the alien brain that he has in his head mm-hmm. um, can be afflicted in the same ways ours can. Yeah. So, no. Kota Bushi is so like Okada, I will say, is my favorite wrestler. I think Kota Bushi might be one of the best wrestlers because of his commitment to the craft and how like he is um the ultimate brother, he, brother okada could just get a drop kick over kota bushi has to kill himself brother. <laughs> he he's the ultimate himbo the only thing he mm. is educated about in his life is professional wrestling that is the only thing that matters to him he he legitimately and, and believes Kenny's love yeah, he legitimately believes he's going to live to be 160 years old. I love what they were trying to do the math and they're like, well, I'll be in the dirt by then. <laughs> he is. Uh, he is. There's something really special about him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, because caring he, about the, wrestling, the way that he looks at wrestling is clearly different and and not to say one's better one's worse but it's clearly different than the way that Tetsuya Naito looks I, at wrestling or yeah. how Jay White looks at wrestling it's how, it's an art form you can't compare the way that he looks at wrestling because i'm not joking when i think he has an alien brain <laughs> i think i don't believe that it's not even that like he looks at things differently it's that like the pieces that make up the way he looks at things aren't are just manufactured in different human yeah. <laughs> in emotions that humans have. They, That's a good like, point. His brain, like it's the way like dogs see it, like colors differently or like bees see more colors than we do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way his brain works. I honestly believe, wrestling. I believe that. It, and it shows, I mean, it shows in the, in, in the way he works too. the him and Naito just had a fucking amazing match. And, and, and he, like the whole match, deserved. like they were like just talking about like how dangerous all their other matches are worried about their necks and heads and, and so, naito like, just going for his neck the entire so putting time that, like everybody's like actual fears into the match story was great um the finishing sequence was ridiculous yeah that's the first thing i texted you about isai is like it was ridiculous and also somehow they managed to pull in about seven years of new japan history into one finishing sequence because <laughs> they like had the destino blocked into a rain trigger that Koda did. So that's bringing back Okada and Kenny and then hitting the 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 Komagoye mm-hmm. like man like 
it, it's recalling like all like the times that Naito lost in at the Tokyo Dome, like getting the Destino like reversed on him into into Rainmakers. It also brings in the Kenny. It also brings in you know Golden Lovers. It brings in so much stuff mm-hmm. like all at once and. Then he still had a second night to then go like he had to like call upon all this history to win the title. And then you have the new leader of Bullet Club there waiting for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm excited to get to that match. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I realized while watching this match is I love the names of wrestling moves. Oh, yeah. I never really think about it, but like wrestling move names are so badass. Oh yeah! I, oh yeah! I can. Rainmaker, Kamagoye, Swinging Fisherman's Neckbreaker. Um, I like Hidden Blade. Just in Hidden Blade is good. Code of Silence. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I I desperately someday want to be in a band called Enzigiri. <laughs> Enzigiri is just like <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good badass. name. Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, it's just like I think of them like I would Enzigiri say has to be a mosh band. Uh, it, there was there Enzigiri's was a really like, shitty band already out there. With a it, metal, but fuck them. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. Uh, let's get into night two. Yeah, let's go. Um, Toroyano beat Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, and Bushi for the trophy. Is this the 24-7 title? It's, it's going to be. Okay. It, it's yeah. a new thing. But, okay. Um, uh, and there, there were two stardom matches, but they were not included in stream. Yeah, it looks like Queen's Quest defeated Donna Del Mondo, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of these wrestlers. I apologize. Uh, yeah. But and then different Dono Del Mondo yeah. team uh, defeated Mai Itani. Mayu Iwatani and Tama Nakano. Yes, thank you mm-hmm. very much. Um, Tor- and then, yeah, Toroyano wins the trophy. Yep. Then uh, we had Suzuki Goon, which was Ed Lesperado, and Yoshinobu Kinamaru uh, defeated 1 or 8, which is Sonic the Hedgehog and the Chicken Pervert. Man, um, this team is... I cannot care less. Like I, I am, in, I am uh, entertained by uh, you know Chicken Pervert, um, Taguchi. I, I in those like eight man tag matches, you know, where everyone starts doing the funky weapon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like uh, his like little butt moves he does in an eight man tag match. Yes, I am so with you on that. Yeah, but man, the fact that I care so much more about the team of Despy and Kanamaru really <laughs> says something like I think <laughs> I like Kan like and Master Wado is like playing the, like you create a wrestler where you put all the points into high flying moves but then they like don't have any stamina and literally can't run and they have to like walk between moves wait he has no stamina and he has a Sonic the Hedgehog gimmick well I'm just saying like that's how bad he is like he's <laughs> He like he hits these huge high flying moves like tornillos and stuff that are really entertaining, um, and then looks lost between every other move, and like man, I don't care. Right? Yeah, I don't. Care. Desperado and Kanemaru, the Suzuki goons, fucking rad as hell. I, I like I like Des I like Desperado fine. Like uh-huh. he's a cool mask wearing version of Elias. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, like I say, they 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 beat him. They beat Taguchi yeah. and Master Wado. Yeah. Um, Shingo Takagi defeated Takagi. Jeff Cobb. Big boys Ooh, slapping boy. each other. Great fucking matches. Fucking beef. 
There, this match switched on a, a light bulb for me about New Japan Pro Wrestling that I was that I paid attention to the rest of the show and just will probably watch. But it's like the way that the relationship that they do have with their audience is so much different than the one we have over here. But you really see that the performers, the really good ones, can conduct the the a Tokyo Dome arena like a conductor would, like to a band. Mm-hmm. The way that Shingo Takagi could fucking pull in an audience to do to react a certain way to whatever he wanted them to do was seriously something that was like impressive to watch the, the mastery that you have over a crowd reaction. Shingo Takagi is very fucking good at that. I was going to say Shingo low key is like at that top level as far as how good he is in of all wrestlers in new Japan. Like I think he is, he's a, he's different. So he's not going to get the same like world title level shine of Okada abushi jay white like all these guys at the top yeah but i think like for what his job is in that company and on these cards he's just as good as them like i agree man like and how adaptable he is he's a he was a junior a year ago and now he's in this big boy fight with jeff cobb totally it was great it absolutely switched on the light his definite best showing in his career oh he looked badass dude he came Mm -hmm. out kind of looking like like young rhino He does. He's getting he's getting really wide. Uh, And also like that white streak in his beard that he's like let grow out. Yeah. He just he looks like like an X-Men villain. Yeah. Like he like he looks like he has some kind of power that's making him wide. Tour of the Islands is such a fun fucking move, too. I know it is. Just everything like Mm -hmm. him doing like that, like Scott Steiner tried to do this a lot, like the fucking like holding him and then doing like the backflip. Fucking did it. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah moon moon salt press slam. Yeah, like just everything just looks so fuck. <laughs> this is a great match. I I don't know what else. To yeah, yeah. Big this boy, is, big boys doing big boy things. This is the best like twenty one minute New Japan match I can remember because like usually for the real special ones they gotta hit that like oh, get towards thirty. Yeah, know? but like this one being like twenty one minutes, it felt longer because it was just so hard hitting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, the bigger the bigger they are, the 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 shorter the match is going to be if they're really hitting each other like that, setting that pace that they were setting for each other too. Shingo yeah. hitting Jeff Cobb with his finish, like being able to like hoist him up, like that is impressive. Yeah. It was. It was great. Good time. Yeah, absolutely. And then I I too, like I mean obviously it, it was built up to be great, of course, but Sonata versus Evil, it is just crazy how much charisma sonata can bring to a ring but not on the mic which he even kind of proved later in the the, the night but it's also a long night but, uh he, he just does uh <laughs> but it was he's it, so he's such a good wrestler and then it just like stops there <laughs> oh my god like we'll get to it but at the end of the show when he's Fuck like evil. i will i will challenge you now this it's was like, the sonata. most sports entertainment ass match like i've seen mm-hmm. in it like there, there's already <laughs> been New Japan over the last couple of years, ever since Gato turned heel, has been leaning into that. And I, I think Going in Raw had a good theory on it of this was by far the most sports entertainment Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but it was always like almost universally, except for like two matches all two nights, it was Babyface's winning. Hmm. Um, it was like it was Gorillas of Destiny and Kenta were the, were the two heels. Uh, like Suzuki Goon is tween- our tweeners. Hmm. Um, that's it, really. Um, so I think it was kind of a very like 
very much emphasizing send him home happy during quarant like during COVID sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um that definitely is what it felt like. And this is not a winning this is like the most like that Dick Togo had a garage with him. Yeah, who's like, Dick was to gonna go? choke him out? Dick to, Dick to go. That cracked me up. Derek, that cracked me up. Former <laughs> member of Kai and Tai in the WWF. Hmm? Hmm. Choppy choppy PP. Ah, he was, there. He was oh. there for that. He was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sonata beat evil. It was really cool. It was a, it was a feel good moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you weren't familiar with the story, as I necessarily wasn't, but it's not hard to tell. Like former partners, former friends turned rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, it was a cool match. Yeah. Um, I, I, under, I, to an extent, I understand why evil was the one to turn. You know, because oh. like, because <laughs> so because he's evil. Because one. He's evil, so like, what do you expect? <laughs> Two, um, like, I feel like the unfortunate thing is that most tag teams have the genetti of the team. Yeah, that is the one that gets turned on and then dumped. Yeah, um, wow. Because usually you, um, you elevate someone by turning them heel. Like you know, like they they have more to work with and stuff like that. I think that Sonata doesn't lose as much by being turned on. As uh, I, I I see you, Matt. I know he doesn't lose as much by being turned on, uh, by <laughs> as evil gained by, you know, turning heel. Yeah. Um, I think that it like, even though Sonata would have like shot to the moon if he to had turned the moon! heel. Yeah, to the moon. that was. Um, I think that this like brings two guys up from being C players. Now they're both kind of B players versus like Sonata could have been an A player and Evil would have been an F player. Yeah, that would have been fine with me. Would, so it, it's just the two of them going up a little bit together. Would, it's also a lot of those like the interference stuff that just gets me with them. It's yeah. annoying. Would Sonata, yeah, like you answered the question. Never mind. Shut up, Derek. Um, That's what I said too. <laughs> hey, Johnny, I really enjoy you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Taiji Ishimori. I didn't know Ishimori had the title. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I've seen him a tiny bit, but I can't place where. Uh, against Hiromu. Hiromu. I against Hiromu at Best of Super Juniors last year, where the Hiromu did the Hurricane Rana down the stairs. Mm, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm, mm. And then the, the okay. dro- and also the drop kick down the stairs. I think he also did. Okay. Um, in Sumo Hall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got him now. It was so uh, good. It was so good. Ishimori's so good. Like, uh, Hiromu is the ace. You know, like, obviously, like, he's the baby face. Uh, he's the ace of the juniors division. He wins this match, you know. Um, but, like, Taiji, I don't know what the heel equivalent of, like, you know, like, a division has the baby face ace, and then there's the heel that's just as good. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the edge to John Cena. Yeah. Uh, that's like what Ishimori is for Hiromu. Yeah, because he's Bullet Club, right? Mm. So Bullet- Bone Soldier. Bone Soldier. Oh, Bone Soldier. that's him. Not the original Bone Soldier, no. Captain fucking New Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very much like, um, it was such a good, clear, concise story of like, this is the barrier that Takahashi needs to get over, uh, is this fucking guy. And they really just fucking gave it to each other. And like, uh, 
I, I don't know. It, it, it was one of those matches watching it where it's just like, God damn, you, I hope these guys have long, long storied careers, but sometimes my confidence in that is shaken because mm-hmm. of how Rome much should have ended already. So yeah, exactly. For real. It's one of those matches that like in the moment I felt like, Oh, that could have actually gone a few more minutes. Like it could have been a full 30. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But considering what we had next, like almost an hour long fucking minute. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like what, fifteen seconds longer than Kenny Okada won? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. purposeful. Um uh Kodobushi, Jay White. You know I complain about long matches all the time. This did not feel I... long to me. No, it it there are a couple moments like so I started to watch it and then like felt just my like overall stamina for watching. Uh just draining just from two days of oh, yeah. watching. Yeah, to be clear, um, I did doze off at one point in this match. Yeah. Um, and I, I had done that when I, I tried to stay up for night two and fell asleep like immediately. Um so I like so I went and ran some errands, came mm-hmm. back refreshed, and like then it didn't feel long at all. Like yeah. there I think there were moments where Jay White was doing the heel stuff. The beginning it, of the match it, was slow, and he was trying to goad him. It started to feel like long in those moments, but then every time it started to, they would like switch gears. Yeah, yeah. Um, it the so we watched it over a course of a couple different days, um, in in times that were just convenient and nice. But mm-hmm. uh, the the way that. It was built up, you know, because I hadn't been following a lot of what was going on. The story of like, you know, Abushi wins the G1. He has the briefcase. It's his thing. Uh, it's his shot. Jay White, sneaky little butt, uh, comes and steals it. So Abushi has to work extra hard to get to the main event of night one. Uh, so he wins the title. It's this beautiful thing. Jay White's got his briefcase. He's like, well, now you're all hurt as fuck from last night. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to fucking win. And uh uh, so like that that the table was set so nicely that it was just like oh my god you know like sometimes they just they New Japan's so good at doing it where they just mm-hmm. they build a story and then they're just like sit back and watch it unfold um, and like so at the beginning I was a little like god damn it Jay White you little fucker just get in the ring and wrestle but then it's, it's like, like oh should be. like you should be <laughs> exactly uh, and then they they went and w- there's so many things that happened in the match. But the thing that sticks out with me that was just one of those moments that goes, ah, oh, fuck, was like right there at the end when Obushi has him up for like that fucking Kamagoi and just screams his heart out and just fucking rams his face through Jay White or rams his knee through Jay White's face. It was just that moment of like, that that's how you surpass God. <laughs> that's how you become <laughs> that's how him. That's how you do it right there. Kota Obushi is now God. He did it. And mm-hmm. just like Jay White, like his whole like, being so prepared for every person and like that's like yeah his big i think like, I, I, I love that as wrestling style yeah. like he's a counter puncher like but you just don't that's so unique in wrestling like there are people who are really good at counters and stuff like but no one i that i can remember has like made it that's like their, their fighting style their gimmick is like the counter puncher like he's like and it even fits the switchblade thing like because like switchblade is like you know it's hit it's a hidden little blade like pop it out and stab you with it, you know? Like, yeah. I love that. And, like, and just, just through everything, especially, like, Koda's, like, whole journey, like, in New Japan and kind of then getting to the top just in the very 
cathartic and visceral way that like he did like screaming out hitting the knee like yeah great which is great yeah uh, it's great i and i don't co- have much to say on these just because like there's what can you you know yeah it's just it's we talk more minutes. when we're talking shit exactly. <laughs> we do yeah. we do when things are good um, when their things are good they do they do speak for themselves yeah uh another thing i'll say is um god jay white's promo he gave in the the interviews after oh, this at the end it's so good like it yeah. It stays in character where you still hate this guy, but you feel for him for a second. Mm-hmm. Or like I did, uh, Derek and Matt did either of you see? Uh-uh. What do you say? He's like, he's just broken, and he's talking about like two years. Two years I've been like preparing for this. Mm-hmm. I had everything planned out perfectly, and I, you know, like, and then he like goes back. He's talking about like I started this like journey nine years ago and left home. Like I haven't seen my family for years, and for what? Like, yeah, and you guys like, don't give a shit about me. Like, you you guys are happy I lost, and you should be. Like, he says stuff like that in it, and it's just like, so he, it, he falls like out of his, yeah, he falls out of his chair at the end of it. <laughs> he is like a broken man. Wow, <laughs> and that's he, awesome. And like whether he's quitting, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, and whether that's a shoot or a work, like we'll see. His contract is up at the end of the month. We have the new leader of Bullet Cup. Club contract expiring at the end of January, uh, j- you know drama like we had a couple years ago with Kenny. <laughs> oh. So the only the only question when it comes to uh, Jay White is, are you ready? Are you ready? God, I hope if you he wonder leaves, what's next for him, I hope he doesn't go to NXT if he leaves. I I don't like, I, even though it would be great, I want to see those matches, but he's a big enough spot where he like deserves to just be immediately in the like main event. Scene. Like how, like how AJ kind of came in was just like, I'm mm-hmm. here. You knew I would, you knew who I am. I, yeah. I want to see him go on a baby face run in new Japan. I want to see him just be like, I like now he has a little sympathy and maybe he'll quit bullet club garner a little more. Maybe they'll beat the shit at bullet club. will beat the shit out of him. Cause he's a failure or something like that. Do that. They should have done it at new year's dash where they did absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. So right. nothing I happened. The New Year's Dash even happened. Do we nothing? Oh, nothing of note. Yeah, like do we need to go through it to save no. our our listeners from another two and a half hours? She's gonna challenge Shingo. I'm thinking. Oh shit! Um, Tanahashi ever had the never title? I don't like, think I, so. I wouldn't be surprised if he has at some point, just because he's Tanahashi. But at the same time, it's like how John Cena never had the IC title. Yeah, yeah. Never got that cold title. Um. Yeah. That was that was Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I, yeah, I'm interested in the Jay White drama. Um, I don't, I mean, maybe he, uh, going in Ross said this, so like maybe he wants to surf <laughs> and yeah. like, but again, Shinsuke was 40. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay yeah. White is 28 years old. Like, um, so you guys know Ben Carter, the new signee to NXT UK. Mm-hmm. He was trained by Seth Rollins. Mm. He has a little bit of loyalty towards Seth. Mm-hmm. There's a person that's signed to WWE that's currently the NXT champion that got Jay his job. Uh, oh, ooh, ooh. And mm. Jay White doesn't like a lot that's of true. posts on Twitter. He liked a post of Finn asking, like, who's next for him, essentially. And then also, there's a lot of people are kind of bringing that up. It's like maybe he's going to go. Like with Finn, like out of like, all right, this is, like, you know, 
It's kind of a built-in story there. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would love, um, I would, I would love Finn having a shithead friend. That's, I, I would love to see him in NXT. I don't want to see him on the main roster right now. Honestly, like even though NXT is my favorite promotion, he he really does. He should just stay in it. I, I, I yeah, really should. Yeah. He's really carved he's, out a spot for himself. He should stay in New Japan. Though what you were just saying about NXT makes me completely change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, um, Jenner brought this up. Like aside from Kenny, like all like foreign wrestlers have a seal, and he's mm-hmm. already won the IWGP. It is, yeah. It is lo- the ceiling is losing the title to a oh, to a Japanese baby face at Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. Yep. Yeah. And Le- like unless Gato, like Gato has been changing his ways to an extent, but at the end of the day, that is still the number one rule: is baby faces, you know, your your homegrown baby faces go over at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Kenny's the like the exception to everything, and not the rule. Of course, and he guess what? I mean, he was leaving, but he still lost at Wrestle Kingdom to Tanahashi. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. That is the definition of that rule. <laughs> like, <laughs> but man, there was just so much good wrestling this week. There was yeah. a, it was a huge week just in the fucking world. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like how many like show of the year contenders did we already just see in the first fucking week of this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. We got we got only two questions for Blurg. Do you want to answer them real quick? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do yeah. it. Okay. Do it. What's the best board game? Oh my gosh. Katie and I have been getting into board games and the my favorite is called Takaido. Yeah. And what it is have you played that? Is that the, the, the panda whole, one? No, the whole goal is you have these like uh, a small stack of like character cards, you pick one, and the whole goal is to do these different activities to have the most relaxing vacation as you walk from um uh, Kyoto to uh, this what what is now Tokyo, but in like the whatever like <clears throat> it's set similar to like the fucking Ghost of Tsushima days. Okay, but you just go to like different hot springs and yeah, temples, yeah, yeah. and that's the game. You go, play you go get money. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's so much fun. Takedo. That's a really fun fucking board game. I'm um, fascinated by the fact that you described it as the panda game. Matt had no idea what you're talking about, but it's still the same game. I have not. I've yet to see a panda, but I <laughs> I like what you said. <laughs> Maybe Japan. I don't know. Oh, Pandas I see. Pandas aren't Japanese. Oh, I see. You were just what being racist. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I, I distinctly remember a panda. There are at there. House. I will guarantee one hundred percent. There is a board game similar that involves pandas. I just don't know it. <laughs> All right. So here's a statement we're putting out, guys. Derek Elster did not mean what he said. We have removed him from the podcast. <laughs> he doesn't mean it. Um, yeah, he's I, just been yeah. listening to a lot of Screwdriver the last couple of weeks, and um, <laughs> that's what I heard. Been yeah. really, and and, and, really and John Roderick and the Lonely Winters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's been listening to a lot of Bean Dad. Oh yeah, man, no, no, neither. of course, no, Derek. I you, yes, you're yeah, not. No. A, you're not. You're not overtly racist. You know? no. <laughs> I'm, so instead of going with like some of the, these, all these newer games with an old classic, I love a good game of Monopoly. Fuck you're the only really. one, dude. It's fucking was, dog shit. It was cutthroat in my family. That game tore my family I, apart. Just kidding. <laughs> as a five, as a five year old, I was the one who was cutthroat. I hid money like under the board all the time. As like a five year old, this that game taught me to lie. Yeah, dude. That's how you get it's ahead just, in capitalism. It's just it's a it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. It is. It's competitive as fuck. 
It's bullshit. Um, I have a game based on The Thing that's very fun. Ooh. I have a game based on Die Hard that's really fun. The most fun, uh, I think Coup, pound for pound, might be the greatest like card board game ever created. I think it's very Relevant. simple. It's very fun. Um, but the most fun I've ever had playing a board game is Isayan remembers these nights is when we used to play resistance and for eight hours, I, we would just get wasted and play resistance and swear things on our family's lives and betray the shit out of each other. So fucking pissed at flex. (laughs) Motherfucker. Um, it is like when things are back to normal, you can get a group of friends together, play resistance that's the name that's the full name it's just resistance Hell yeah. resistance followed man for ps3 no i <laughs> know uh, i was like wait why does that sound familiar it's exactly um, i am not a spy <laughs> uh i love munchkin a lot oh Munchkin's hell yeah fun. that's Munchkin. fun one so it's always it, explaining the rules to people for the first time it's always like the biggest mountain to climb because once you start going it, it totally makes sense it like in context you just gotta get, like you gotta get you get a gotta get it, going, it's though. overwhelming to yeah. explain that to people also i bought a uh godzilla board game i think in february um, I oh so not, you just haven't been able to play it yet i've not yet played it um uh, it's very cool it has actual physical um launching pieces that are attached to the kaiju it's made by funko Tight. um it, it it seems very awesome and the board the all the box art and stuff on it is like super rad but yeah have not had an actual chance to play it yet hell yeah cool uh do you guys eat anything really weird like a weird food combination like nacho cheese and oreos or something i would eat nacho cheese and oreos i would eat pump cheese and anything just to say i did so um pump cheese and ass but like yeah oh yeah dude but consistently like as a normal thing I don't, I don't like know. Any, like, weird combinations. Yeah. Just Derek's famous yeah, pretzel dip. Just Derek's famous pretzel dip. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now, I don't mind weird things almost ever. But like, I, I'm at a point where I don't think I actively yeah. eat anything that's like super weird. That stuff is like all like if I would go to a buffet. Just to try it. That's a good point. Like I, I, I'm with you. Like what you're saying. I love when people are like, "Have you ever tried peanut butter and pickles?" And I'm like, "I would love to see what it's like." And it's like, "Oh, it's actually good." But I don't go to uh, make that consistently. Yeah, I. So I don't I'm know. Trying to. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm boring that way. Think I think honestly of my my food eating. Sometimes I, 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 I put paprika on my vegetables, but I also put soy sauce on them. I mean, that just sounds like you're seasoning things. Isn't just, a yeah. Thing. Yeah. That just <laughs> like, sounds like a nice be- way to cook some, some veggies up. Yeah. Just because something is like a not normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that's like, so that's like, the funny thing. That's like, that's as I was thinking. I'm like, well, that's just some white shit where I'm like, I'll put mayonnaise and stuff. <laughs> like, I bet you fucking do. I, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I, I do. Fuck. Do. Yeah, I do. Mayonnaise. I, rips. Mayonnaise. I, have experim- I, I experiment in some wacky ways with food. Like, uh, when I am not sober. Oh yeah. Um, oh oh. When I am drunk, uh, I get you, buck. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. there's that there's pretzels different kind of not pretzels. sober. I'll say again. I'm tortilla chips. I I'm at my parents' house right now, but I'll say Planet RVD, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where I make stuff like peanut butter and jelly hamburgers. That's tight. Is there a beef it, patty involved? Yeah. 
Nice. That's why it's a hamburger. I put. I didn't know. I thought you would just put it on a fucking sesame seed bun. No, there. It's like yeah, the the meats in the middle and then peanut butter and jelly on either side. It was good. I put guacamole, salsa, ketchup, pump cheese, and a peanut butter pretzel on a piece of pizza once when I was drunk. Sometimes I do like to make leftover. That was like, tight. Le- I, we, I call them, you know, you know, it's a nice old leftover quesadilla where you just like, well, tortilla and cheese is good, Ooh. and I'll just throw a bunch of fucking leftovers on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hell I, yeah. I, I, the most recent example I did is since I got an air fryer, I've been making a lot of corn dogs because crispy corn dogs. Yeah, in like a few minutes, it's amazing. Um, dill pickle uh, chips Ooh. is shoved into the uh, breading, and then I ooh, uh, I, that sounds good. Dude. Add a couple bites of that. It was real good. But that's basically just like eating a pickle. I'm honestly so fucking hungry. I'm glad this Matt, is the... Uh, are you are you are you in the air fryer family yet? No, unfortunately do, not. Do it. It's, I'm gonna. It's, it's a life changer. I'm gonna. Chicken strips and like just like normal stuff that is terrible to microwave. Just toss Man. it in the... Game changer. Yeah. And it's I mean, better I, than oh, in the oven. I've wanted one for oven. so long. I don't know why I haven't got one. They're tight. They're tight. I got a little starter one just like just to see if My I would like it. Is- really fucked right now oh okay uh let's finish i'm sorry i insulted bruce springsteen i didn't mean to be rude to the boss uh that's all from blurg you are forgiven dr blurg um okay show's over that was wrestling oh wrestle there you go uh, Wrestle Isai is back. Is, I, is that what I was trying to say? I don't know. Air, air, no, fryers, air fryers rock. I don't eat yeah. anything weird. Um, I did make buffalo chicken nachos with like wings I got from the grocery store and tore them apart. Yeah, that rips. Pump cheese. That rips. Franks. That rips. Damn, that sounds good as fuck. I'm that gonna, rips. I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna make some food the second Dude, we're done doing make, this. Make some leftover nachos. Yeah. Exactly. Just throw cheese and fucking tortilla at something. Ooh. You're good to go. I kind of want Thanksgiving leftover nachos. I want to try that. Throw some well, if you stuff in Derek, and so gravy say, on tortilla chips. If you still have Thanksgiving leftovers, do not put that on anything and eat it at all, Derek. Um, <laughs> it's past. No, I don't. It's past to, its time. Unless it's I agree to disagree. If you make it into nachos and then fry it real good, it'll kill all the germs. <laughs> That's not an expert opinion, folks out there. If you still have okay. leftover, who's an expert at getting food poisoning? It's me. Exactly. I think I'm the one to say you're okay. fine. Caveat. I don't, I don't have. I don't have anything like that in my fridge. Uh, I was just thinking of the flavor combinations. It would be fucking weird, but I think it would work. Um, thank you all for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Over the last two weeks, we've we've reported five hours worth of fucking show for you. <laughs> yeah, we recorded over one two, night over of, the over the last two episodes. One night of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yes, <laughs> Wrestle Boys three sixteen says, uh, "You know what? Fuck it. Get an air fryer. It's tight." Hell yeah.